everyone, uh, we're here for another podcast. I'm here, Adam's here, Mick is here. Gentlemen, welcome. Yo. Yep. And uh, we're not going to watch a movie this time. And we're not going to play a shitty Facebook game, but we're going to watch some wrestling. Who's excited for wrestling? How can you not be? It's costumed murder gymnastics, to quote a thing that I saw that I really enjoyed. <laughs> Fair enough. And we'll keep stealing. Um, I wish I could bring that level of energy, Mick. <laughs> well, look, this is uh, this is probably going to be the shortest wrestling event we can probably watch. Well, that may be not technically true, but usually they're around three hours minimum. This one's just over two hours. So yeah. shall we get cracking before it becomes tomorrow for Mick? Yeah, sorry, Mick. It's all my fault. <laughs> Nah, man, it's inevitable anyway. I, I knew what I was getting into before we did this. So let's do it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to press play on three, two, one. Oh, sorry. I haven't, I haven't pressed play yet. Three, <laughs> three, two, one, play. I don't know how you fucked that up. Did you fuck that up? Did I? Numbers is hard. Um, three, two, one. Elephant. I mean, <laughs> press the button, man. Wow, this intro is really cheesy. Yeah, so and this is a newer one, right? No, it's actually not that new. All right, but right. it is newer than the actual event. We're watching newer WrestleMania One. If I hadn't mentioned that before, the original. How much, yeah. dead, air do we how much dead air do we have at the front of this anyway? Like a bit, right? Uh, I'm not sure how long it takes to get going, but this is like the intro of the matches that we're seeing. Also, for the record, I've got them actually both going side by side the WWE Network version mm. and the oh. alternate version that we have. I'm just going to. I'll point out if there's any differences because there is a time difference of at least four or five minutes. Yeah. So Now, did you, yeah. did you sync up the actual intro so you didn't have to have that. whatever it was at the start? I should have. I'm just sort of going to manually tweak it as we go and see how I get there. All right, that is Cindy Lauper in that picture there, isn't it? That is. That is Cindy Lauper with Wendy Richter, and there's Hulk Hogan with Mr. T. I know who the fuck Hulk Hogan is and Mr. T. God damn. <laughs> I was trying to be more overt for Mick's sake, so he knows what we're oh, up right. to. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, like, yeah. like I said, I've got it up, so I can see what you're seeing, man. There's Muhammad Ali, and uh, I think that's Billy, guy. Billy Martin, I think that is. That's oh, Liberace, oh, yeah. That's Liberace, yeah. Yep. I may be out of my league here, guys. <laughs> well, these weren't even wrestling people, man. These are just um, people. I think Billy Martin's a baseball personality in the US. Mayhaps. It was all about um, bringing celebrities in. That's what uh, Vince McMahon wanted to do with the original WrestleMania, is bring, bring celebrities in, make it a big event, and make lots of money. That's it. Ooh, we're going to get started straight away. already relegated to the mic. <laughs> yeah, so this was... Probably... He had some sort of injury problems. Okay. Um, <laughs> that mic is ridiculous. <laughs> it's the Madison Square Garden microphone. It's lowered from the ceiling. But, um... He'd basically be moved into commentary at this point like i remember seeing a lot of stuff with him doing commentary but i guess i yeah. never really understood why yeah so basically... you got to admit you know the body is the most obnoxious name for a commentator <laughs> yeah basically yeah, uh, I... his wrestling career kind of had to 
be shelved because of injury. Kind of like his made up seal career. I should actually look up exactly what was the injury. Yeah. I can't believe they let me and Gene sing. <laughs> <laughs> he could be doing a lot worse. He could be doing a lot better at all. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I'm the only one of us that actually does this, but I want to do a bit of fourth wall breaking here real quick. Just for anybody listening, I'm not the world's biggest wrestling fan. I just want to call it out now so you're not disappointed later. <laughs> like, I enjoy it, but it's just worth flagging now. So when I don't know shit, it's not because I'm dumb. It's because I didn't watch or care. <laughs> I'm yeah, fair enough. Put mask back on, and now I can get back into it. Look at that beard. That's an amazing beard. That's good 80s beard right there. Nice and thick. The lighting is so dim compared to, like, the more modern stuff. Yeah, it reminds me of all those old boxing events, which I guess makes sense, because, you know, fighting. But, uh... Okay, there's blood clots... Alright, so the house lights are down. Blood, blood clots in his lungs. That'll do it. That's yeah. a good reason to stop doing something. <laughs> That's also a pretty shit thing for a diver to have. Like, no wonder he's not a seal. <laughs> But doesn't he have just a hell of a fucking voice, doesn't he? Like, the body, he, he's my fantastic favorite, voice. He's my favorite commentator. and um, I think he's possibly one of my favorites, too. Not that I've yeah, got that much yeah. experience, but like I always liked him as a commentator. And was, yeah, but you even listened back to his old stuff, and you know it would fly today excellently just because of how good he was. Yeah, He slipped some good barbs in, too. Yeah, that's it. Like, he was clever and knowledgeable and had a kick-ass voice and all the legitimacy of being a former champion. Or well, I think he was. So, yeah, just very, very good across the board. That man looks so confused right now. Yeah, Jesse Ventura was a former AWA tag team champion, I think. Cool. Growing up, I always had this thing that Tito just never looked confident. Never, ever. <laughs> just something, his eyes don't look confident. He's not into that at all. <laughs> Right, so this is the opening match. Right. Uh, it's Tito Santana versus the Executioner. No, no, that's someone's big brother with their undies over their head. Look at that. <laughs> that, that mask is fucking awful. Is it? I think that's um, a famous wrestler. Like, he's someone else well-known. But they tuck him under the mask because, uh, you know, <laughs> you're too famous <laughs> as your other self. And we need, like, a, a waste of a normal match to, steal, to start things <laughs> off. All right. He's not that famous, but yeah, he is well known. Well, come on, then who is he? What do I have to guess if he's? You well, know? My brain keeps saying Buddy Rose, but I think that's wrong. Uh, you're spot on, and uh, oh, I doubt Adam's hey. even heard of him. I've heard the name, but I couldn't pick him in a lineup, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's okay. There's no. Hope. I actually it. like that. There's a bit of mystery to that, though. Like that they actually yeah. did just shove someone in. Surprise, motherfuckers. <laughs> He's probably best known from his AWA days where he was in a tag team with Doug Summers. I don't think I've ever actually managed to sit through anything AWA no. related. No. Yeah, it's so it, far beyond. Like, that's even beyond my scope, and I'm you know, pretty decent wrestling fan. Oh, look, AWA is like the bizarro WWF, especially in the 80s, because like prior to... And I mentioned this to you the other day, Adam. Prior to um, Hulk Hogan bringing Hulkamania, yeah, you did. You were talking about it. Bringing Hulkamania to the WWF, that actually started in the AWA. And again, I am still amazed. I honestly yeah. thought it was just a WWF thing. Yeah. Like I guess I and just then, never um, even 
went back to that, you know? <laughs> and then uh, him moving to the WWF just opened the floodgates and all their stars just moved. I love that the first thing we get to see is a crisscross because that's a... It's so <laughs> wrestling stupid, but so fun to watch for no reason that I can figure out in my brain. It just does I, something where I'm like, yay, they're it's, running! It's the <laughs> it's the I, I always love when people like bounce off the ropes because they look like they add exactly zero momentum. Yeah. <laughs> Especially those ropes. They don't look exactly tight, do they? No, no they don't. Crying. Bit of droop in them. Um, do we want to... I mentioned this pre-recording. Um, we're going to play a game. It's the best time for a podcast. We're going to play a game. <laughs> it's quite morbid for our listeners. Alive or dead? Now, Adam, would you like to have a go? Tito Santana, the man in the red. I'm going to go with Alive. Mick, what do you say? Yep, I think Tito's still with us. You're both correct. Tito's still well, alive. Tito. 68 years old. That's oh, surprisingly man. young. I yeah. Would... Hmm. He looks pretty raw here, though. <laughs> yeah. I should qualify that. That's his current age, not in this match. <laughs> <laughs> Look um, at him go. He's, he's killing it for like an old generian. People like me need that kind of clarification, Joel, because I'm <laughs> easily confused. Now, um, Tito, I think at this point, was a former Intercontinental Champion and would go on to win it again. After WrestleMania, so he, he also times. becomes a he also becomes a tag team champion after this, doesn't he? Yes, um, and he. Oh, I tell you what, he's never going to be an actor with the way he took that kick. I, <laughs> I may be wrong, but I think he won it like years ago with someone, and then again won it with with in, Rick Martel with Rick Martel in Strikeforce. But I might, that might be me thinking incorrectly because I think Rick Martel at least won it previously, like in, like, 1980 with Tony Guerrero. Yeah, just real quick, when they do that gut stump, do you, how often do they actually get him in the nuts? Because it looks like he could have gone wrong <laughs> very easily there. Oh, mate, they couldn't possibly. Yeah. That'd be a disqualification. <laughs> I guess it all depends if it's, like, a shoot stomp or if it's not. Well, like, you know, he's, he's doing a double leg jump, right, when he comes in. I, I, yeah. It wouldn't take much to fuck that up and just crush the berries. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I might drop terms like shoot, which means like if they fight for real. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I kind of know some of the words. Yeah. If I don't, I'll just fake it or I'll make up a new meaning and it'll be funny later. Anyway, <laughs> we're in danger of this match ending, so I should probably quickly get oh. your thoughts on the executioner, aka totally Buddy dead. Rose, dead or alive? Totally dead. Totally dead. Me? Um, I'm gonna go alive. I don't. I just don't know with him. He is dead. Ah, buddy. Look at those bingo wings. He wasn't gonna last. For an extra point, Adam. Yeah, you, yeah. You can either name the year or the age at which he died. <laughs> uh, fifty-six. Are you looking this shit up? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Uh, it's it's a it's a fun fact, but like my family are all in medicine. I'm taking an educated guess, but not much of right. an educated guess. Then you'll probably nail this. What was his cause of death? Ooh. Execution. <laughs> uh... <laughs> a bot. It, it botched one. <laughs> I mean, with the, with the wrestling label, that makes the most sense. <laughs> he could have been a re a bit of recoil when he tried to execute. <laughs> Like, the easy out seems like heart attack, but I kind of want to go with stroke. Okay. Jeff Jarrett. Um, 
What? <laughs> oh, Jeff Jarrett's finishing move was called The Stroke. So oh, okay. I, I was like, oh, Jeff Jarrett killed him? Wow. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing that kind of podcast. <laughs> uh, well, from what I could find, because I only looked at Wikipedia, it was natural causes. But he suffered what from... He suffered from high blood sugar and diabetes, so I imagine natural causes due to diabetes. Either of those, though. It could have been either of those, though. It could have been either of those, though. He got done by the sugars. Oh, we and we got in just before the end of the match. So good call, me. That's the figure hey, hey, four. Hey, my kudos. <laughs> well, you didn't get oh. the you didn't get the cause right, so. Well, I, I didn't. I, I don't took know the that kudos for myself. Been proven wrong. Either. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Tito, let him go. No, he's having a bit of fun. You're going to need to dig him up, Joel. I want confirmation. I need my point. All right, so... Do I give you the extra point? Yeah, let him have it. All right, so... Well, no, I mean, like, yeah, I don't need that one because I got the age, right? Well, that's what I meant. You give the age one. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so if we're keeping score, Adam's on three and Mick is on one. Fantabulous. I don't feel like you really got a shot at the cause of death, though, Mick. That felt unfair. Well, I guess he was alive, so... Uh, yeah, you're fucked. You, you, you're automatically disqualified. Exactly. I think I don't get to have a crack at death unless he's alive. Although that means that I should almost always say that they're dead. Because that way I got these chance for extra points. Because you don't say what level of alive are they still at. <laughs> well, I, I guess maybe there should be like an equivalent three-point system for people who are still alive, Joel. So current age and... I don't know. You know what? Day their career died. Save me any headaches. Save me any headaches. Fuck the extra points. Adams two, Mick is one. Well, how about how about this? You, if you feel like you've got it in front of you and you can just sort of have a bit of fun with it, just do whatever. And if there's extra points, there's extra points. If not, there's not. I can live with that. Yeah, Joel. This is a whose line is it anyway situation. <laughs> yeah, let's not be um, getting bogged down in the rules. <laughs> I mean, like, it's well, going to distract from the wrestling and that lovely red and blue jumpsuit that just went past. Yeah, that was um, SD Jones going out to the ring and now he's being interviewed here. So, continuity error. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, here's a point. Have, have a crack at this one, Adam. What does SD stand for? Ooh. Hey, Joel, if you have it got in front of you, I got it in my brain, so you can have a crack at it unless you're going uh, to understand. I, do, I already know that. Ah, uh, cool. Can I get a hint? Is it a name or is it a fucking nickname? Because like, um, it, it's much more of a nickname. It's more of like a, yeah, yeah, something that you might call someone who does it. Yeah, nickname. I don't know why I'm explaining it. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, clearly stink dick, then, right? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I believe it is special delivery. That's right. Oh fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> well, he delivers the pain. This is the to, biggest to... baby I've ever seen. <laughs> he is the giant baby. King Kong Bundy, uh, he's, uh, he's done a few movies and TV shows in his time. Mm. Um, well, Married with Children. Married with Children. Is, he's one yeah. of the... It's funny that, because his last name's Bundy, and the characters in that, um, Al Bundy, right? Mm. But... Um, I believe he plays a cousin of Peggy's. <laughs> so, so her surname you know who before marriage isn't Bundy. The Krang android. Look at that neck. <laughs> <laughs> True. You could just paint that on and his that belly. Gut. Yeah, like, I mean, he's, he, oh, I've never seen anybody who's a more oh, perfect physical if I person. remember correctly, this is a really short match, so let's quickly get in. Dead or alive, King Kong Bundy. Uh, he's dead. You're first. I'm going to go with dead. Yep, I think he's dead. 
Both correct. Special Delivery Jones, dead or alive? Ooh, alive. I don't say dead. Mick, you are correct. Whew. It felt like an easy one, so I didn't want to go that way. I want to get surprised. I'd like to know somebody survives this. <laughs> <laughs> Tito's well, carrying the flag of there. If it makes you feel any better, um, the manager, Jimmy Hart, still alive. Very alive. I was pretty sure of that. Well, otherwise, the South wouldn't have a mouth, so... Oh, I'm sure they'll find oh. a new mouth. Interesting, they <laughs> were both the same age when they died. 63. Huh. But 11 years apart. Oh, Bundy just oh. bunderized him. There we go. That and that's the uh, definition of a literal squash match. Yeah. <laughs> He's so the most more. violent egg of all time. So for the morons in the podcast, Jimmy Hart's not like a Hart family member type person, is he? He's like just someone else? Yep, someone else. Yeah, just, just con checking. conveniently has the same surname. I vaguely recall reading that once, and I just wanted to double check before mm. I say something extra stupid. But uh, <laughs> he did manage Bret Hart and Jim the Anvil Neidhart when they first came in. I think that was them, in fact, just taking advantage of the name situation, wasn't it? Like, oh, you're both Hearts. <laughs> you guys likely. can't talk well. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, a, from what I can gather, a very shrewd move on behalf of WWF because they weren't really good at that kind of shit. <laughs> That's the most it intelligent has... writing I've heard in 40 years. They, they haven't gotten better, man. <laughs> I know, I know. I occasionally turn it on and I just, oh, come on, come on. Like, the best thing they're doing nowadays is the Roman Reigns storyline. It's actually somehow turned good. But besides oh, really? that, most of the writing... Oh, yeah, he's actually really compelling at the moment, which is yeah. such a change. Him as a hero um, is just good. Like, very, very good. They should have done that so much sooner. Oh, they should have done it five years sooner. <laughs> they saved us all the goddamn pain. I'm not I'm not angry about it at all. So he's, <laughs> he, he's a full heel, is he? Um, yeah. Just before, we, okay. just before we miss out, King Kong Bundy, uh, I highly recommend them, the movie called Moving, starring Richard Pryor. King Kong Bundy's in okay. it. I'm down for that. I've always been looking for good Richard Pryor movies. Like, Blue Collar is excellent. No, this is a good movie. Moving. Have you seen it, Adam? Cool. You would have seen it. I'm not sure. It's not ringing any bells, but... Hmm. I suppose I, I can go Google. <laughs> <laughs> and here is... Who's this, Mick? That I do not know. I was, I was just staring at him like, <laughs> who the hell are you, man? Right, his name <laughs> is... I like how he's... Well, this sorry, is, I love uh, somebody's... Go, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was right. just going to say, I think I have seen moving. Go yeah. on, Joel. This is actually about the podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. So, talking right now is Ricky Steamboat, but before that, the man with the beard was Matt Bourne, who actually becomes... Yeah, I know who he becomes. Oh, you know who he becomes? Who does he become, Mick? Well, Adam, you you know who he becomes, but you might not know who he is. <laughs> have a crack at it, man. You were talking about him just earlier with me. Uh, really, was I? Because, like, I really yeah. need a face now. All right. Um, well, think about the video game. Oh, shit. He's not someone like Buddy Bam Bam, is he? No. <laughs> He's not Doink the Clown, is he? He's fucking Doink. <laughs> yes, oh, he fuck is. Oh, off. Really? <laughs> yep. I'm glad uh, I can't see it. Like, I'd have been disappointed if I could see it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's impossible to see. But at the same time, man, I can't believe you went with Bam Bam first. Because imagine <laughs> the transformation. <laughs> yeah, it's just fucking bald and fat. I mean, it's doable. This, he looks in decent shape. I know, but like they don't stay that way. I'm pretty sure of that one. <laughs> I've oh, seen him stack it I just, on. I just saw it in his eyes. I saw the doink. 
<laughs> while he was wearing glasses. <laughs> his eyes when you saw his doink. You could see the evil clown in his glassed eyes. <laughs> uh, that's gold. I, I guess, like, again, because most of my early exposure to Doink the Clown is to the video game, he always read <laughs> as a little smaller, but he's fucking huge there. That is a big boy. Mm. They were always so much bigger back in the day. Like, like six feet was a minimum, you know? Yeah. Whereas yeah. now, it's totally changed the game. Yeah, I think they look big here because, you know, it takes something to be even bigger. Um, mm. And they did take something to get even bigger. <laughs> yes, they did. Uh, I, I'm going to need you sexperts to call out any proto-doink moves you see as well. Just help me out as a rookie. Um, well, you know, if he hit somebody well, with like a cake... That may, like, have, been, that may well, have been that one. Was... <laughs> the fake out on the rope, you reckon? Yeah. I don't know. I could see Doink pulling that off. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm hoping to see some of those patented Ricky the Dragon steamboat arm drags that everyone's... Ne like the, oh. It's like the first thing anyone mentions about him. The deep arm drags. The deep arm drag. I'm just thrown off by him wearing um, the tidy whities Yeah. Because, um, I think I can see why he stopped. He just lost the testicle there. Most of his, uh, <laughs> most of his WWF run, he was long pants, Ricky. True. You know, um, there's actually a, a strange phenomenon in, like, wrestling where for the longest time, if a dude had, like, just, I don't know if these are what these are called, I just call them, the, like, um, well, the long ones are called tights, right? Yeah. So, I guess these are trunks. Then the world champion would never, ever be someone who didn't have just trunks. Yeah. Like, guys like JBL, Triple H, The Miz, they all had very different outfits, but as soon as they changed to the short trunks, yeah. they became the world champion. Yeah. And it's really interesting going back through history and stuff. Like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels were like the only guys to be world champions with tights at a certain point, as far as I can remember. Well, yeah, I guess. The Undertaker. Looks, looks good in the photos. Sure. Probably, Undertaker's, yeah. Undertaker's wrestled in trunks before, right? He has, that's true. And he was boost champion for like one day before the Shawn yeah. Michaels is, so I think he was, yeah. <laughs> Just trying to like get all the timeline in my head right. <laughs> yeah, I think, he for, I think he had it for like a week or something in 91. Yeah, yeah I, love, the... I love that uh, Inspector Cluzo chop there. <laughs> See, I was thinking like, hey, let's just do a little phantom juggle first and then chop. <laughs> You're right, he is Doink the Clown. <laughs> he absorbs the power from Ricky during this match. Uh, just well, just like uh, Rogue. <laughs> are, you ready, are you ready to accept some reality here? Yeah, go on. All right. Alive or dead? Ricky Steamboat? Dead. Mick? Oh. Dick Blood is alive. That's his <laughs> real name, by the way. <laughs> his real name is Richard Blood. Dick Blood. Oh, my God. How good is that? And he was told he couldn't use his real name because, dude, you are the unhealist non-heal to ever never be a heel, so stop trying to be. You can't have your name. Be Steamboat. <laughs> Hey, I think I. You know why? Because that's like well, a it's a backwards steamboat Willie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ricky Steamboat is alive. Hey. Sorry, Dick Blood. <laughs> steamboat Willie. Um, Doink the clown. Oh, that was good. What are we that's saying? a great fault. Uh, I'm gonna go with live. 
Uh, he is uh, very dead. Very, very dead. Good, good, good. Yes, Mick is correct. Why did he die of them? Give Mick the points. <laughs> um, I don't know what he died of. I think it was an overdose because um, he he actually got fired from being Doink because of all of his extracurricular activities. Yes. So, yeah. Yes, it was an overdose. Huh, that's, I'm happy and sad at the same time. But uh, I think it was quite some time after. Clowns are often tragic figures. That's <laughs> true. That was a very acrobatic jump in the air to achieve fuck all. <laughs> Mick, can you name anyone else who performed as Doink the Clown? Ah, got a back to Jericho. I know that one. <laughs> he was he was Doink for one day. <laughs> um, heaps of people have been Doink, but I actually don't know any of the other ones off the top of my head. Yeah, me either. Doink is like um, Eric the Red or whatever from X Men, right? It's just a persona. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> That might ah, be nice. over. That looked like a steamboat finisher to me. Yep. That was a good landing. He absorbed that well. Like, it still looked like it would have hurt, but he obviously didn't put all his weight on him. Well, that's the magic... The more I think about it, the, the more I see wrestling as a big magic show. It's the illusion of the contact and the impact, but with nothing really behind it to really injure you. And, you know, the sleight of hand is a huge thing in the wrestling, you know? Like, how you I can make those punches look like they hit, but don't. Yeah. And shit like slapping the mat when they come in. <laughs> just yeah. to make it sound like it hits them all. I like that kind of shit, but I hate when it flops. I hate when they fuck it up. Yeah, that's and it. When, if it looks terrible, then oh, it ruins I guess the whole that's thing. Like my early wrestling experience was a lot of that, where it's just like, just a standard match. They fucking suck at it. And I'd be like, oh my god, <laughs> this is the worst. Well, that's why I almost fell off of wrestling during the whole John Cena times, because he's the fakest motherfucker that ever faked. And ruined wrestling for me for like a decade so i and when you grow up with like bret hart as the main dude it's very hard to regress from that level of excellently making things look pretty close to damn real you know mm. Mm. rant over <laughs> back to the locker room that suit is the worst suit <laughs> isn't it uh, like that, that has never been in style that's like a buddy fifth doctor kind of outfit that's that's awful <laughs> i do like the wrestlers in the background leaving the ring as like a feature that's you don't often see that these days they all that's all part of you know behind the curtain kind of stuff well it's a short walk <laughs> too looking at it like they're not exactly going a long way right true and they're just cutting him off on camera <laughs> <laughs> just on the suit just that on turn the... <laughs> that turn right <laughs> oh that was amazing uh, whoops <laughs> Oh, here comes Grandpa. <laughs> now I'm just watching the background stuff. He's just going for a slash. Let him be. Uh, that actually makes it seem more real. Yeah. Hey, Gold's Gym. Nice, nice. Hey. The greatest of all time, as people would say. Yeah, so this is... Uh, the, the dude talking is David Sammartino, who's the son of this guy, Bruno Sammartino, mm. who was... Uh, I believe the longest reigning WWF champion, as it were. Indeed. Yep. Well, I've, I don't think I've seen Brutus Beefcake prior to the barber. <laughs> yeah, this is where. It... What? <laughs> what the fuck? This is like it's his. Um, WrestleMania, right? <laughs> he's like male stripper gimmick, I think. That's what they brought him in. Brought him in as. 
Wow. Doesn't he keep the little shitty bow tie? He does. Yeah, he, he does. You're right. He pretty much. Keeps, yeah, I know. Think he pretty much <laughs> keeps the same uh, wrestling tights as well. He just like shreds the sides of them. Well, see, I like that. Face. Doesn't keep the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, it gets a bit smashed. Boom, boom. But um, but I do like the that continuity of it. You know, like oh, I've changed who I am, so I will change what I'm wearing, but it's still made from the same stuff. Yeah, I think it's because his neck's like a bloody tree. He needs something to break <laughs> up that line of meat. <laughs> Or maybe his neck's broken and that's like a load-bearing tie. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Or bow tie, yeah. Could be a secret safety harness. Shot collar. (laughs) So you just cut him down if they need to. Hogan keeps him on a short leash. Alright, we'll get it out of the way quickly. Alive or dead for Brutus Beefcake? He's alive, isn't he? Me? Yep, I I believe he lives. Yes, he does, indeed. And, um... (laughs) David San Martino. I'm gonna say alive, but it feels like a mistake. No, no, I, I think he's alive as well. Yeah, he's alive. He like, I, I, it, it seems mean, but I'm kind of looking at them when I'm making these calls. <laughs> I'm trying to work it out. Like, it's a terrible thing to do to someone, judge them, and say, "Well, 30 years from now, he'll be dead." <laughs> well, what what else have you got to go on though, <laughs> right? Some of them are like, I mean, there's there's arrest records and stuff. Like, some of them are still notable. But... Yeah, the, I like um, that you can think. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Just a, both wrestlers alive, but they're uh, managers. Both dead. Yeah, I had a feeling. Oh, hold on. I thought Bruno was still alive. No, he's dead. Ah, that sucks. I think fairly, fairly recently in the last few years. Maybe that's why I haven't catalogued it in the brain. Yeah. He's such a chunky pretty boy, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> um, he reminds me a bit here of the British Bulldog just in the face. You know? Yeah, I can that see that. That same puffy-cheeked yeah. sort of thing that they had. What's his yeah. real name? It's something stupid, isn't it? Uh, Ed Leslie. Yeah, someone. But, uh, he used to... Prior to his Brutus Beefcake days, he... Um, had a tag team with Hulk Hogan in the seventies, and they were the Boulder Brothers. <laughs> That's right, because he was Terry Boulder, wasn't he? Yeah, he was Terry Boulder. Hulk Hogan was. Mm. Yeah, it's so it's so weird. Like, because when you look when when I look back, you think all these guys just sort of materialized in the WWF at some point because mm. that's when their national exposure began. Yeah. And then you hear, oh no, they had like a twelve year career before they even showed <laughs> up here and. Yeah, you know, the, in fact, the majority of their career, and you're like, oh, I don't, I don't know very much. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird, especially when you get guys like Nikolai Volkov, and you discover that they were like, I don't know what that. Was. I think he was like in the Mongols or the Executioners or something. He was like in mm. a tag team in the seventies under a mask or something. Yeah, and it's like what? And wasn't I, I he guess... like a? Sorry, go ahead. Go. I go, go, go. I thought he was a, wasn't even a massive babyface at some point, like a good guy, before WWE. Maybe I'm getting those mixed up. Who but I remember at some to? point he was a huge good guy, Nikolai Volkov. Oh, um, I don't know. I know he had a, a face turn late in his WWF career. That could be what I'm thinking of. But yeah, it just seems strange because, you know, how often do you see those big foreign heels yeah. become really raging good guys? Anyway, he's got a match coming up, so we do, we can talk about him then. Who? 
I remember watching a uh, doco about um, Hulk Hogan and it sort of went into his history and where he came from. And like, it was fascinating to me because like, with no understanding of how wrestlers get big or got big, yeah. mm. I was like, what the hell? You know, they wrestle in different regions <laughs> and shit. Like, it sounds way more structured than it looks like when you just see some guy pop up on TV. Mm. Well, then you got to get into that whole Vince McMahon um, taking every like major star from the territories, pour, pulling them all together for his World Wrestling Federation and yeah. kind of strang strangling the life out of all the other places by taking all their stars. And I guess, like, casually I knew about it, but, like, I didn't realise the scope of it, like, how mm. many people he nicked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's where all the money was going, because, um... Get a national audience, getting that's it. television money. TV and cables where they were really got all their money. Yeah. But what but, would you expect to pay for a seat at WrestleMania? Like back then? Well, back then, <laughs> it, it wouldn't have been that much, no. Well, in dollar back? amounts, but it would have been pretty low. Oh. Well, didn't, didn't this, you know, event basically be a make or break for Vince? Like, in terms of the cash he brought in from the gate and also pay-per-view? Yeah, it actually wasn't on pay-per-view, though. It was on um, closed-circuit TV. Okay. Which is a bit different to pay-per-view. Don't ask me how to explain it. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but th th this is a big crowd, right? Like, if you were doing just a live event, this would be kind of nuts. Oh, yeah. Uh, but look, they did big crowds like this normally. I know, but I like that's it, what I mean. Like it's, it's yeah. just cool that they actually like they would have had such a because I mean like mm. whenever you watch wrestling or whenever I watch wrestling, mm. crowds are always full. It was always bloody lively. Like mm. it was one of the things I liked about wrestling. Ah, but they trick you because <laughs> a lot of the arenas they use they sort of block off a lot of it, so you don't even know that it's not really a full arena. They're just a section of the arena that and it I looks clearly it looks worked full. on me. Yeah. But, like, you know, that was always one of the draws for me, knowing that there'd be, like, a lively crowd. Like, yeah. I... You know, as a guy who didn't really watch wrestling, I loved mm. the fact that they always seemed to oh. give a shit. Like, there was the never... It's no one sleeping, you know? Like, the, crowd, it's, it's... the crowd makes it, and if you watch any wrestling in the last year without... where they haven't had crowds, it's just like... I, uh, I saw five minutes, and, like, I felt for them. I felt bad for them. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's a very strange thing. Like, they've kind of done what they can, especially with all the, like, the... They have, like, LCD panels with fans watching yeah. it from home, but... But it's still... Oh, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not the same. Because, I mean, the energy from the crowd has got to get these guys going, right? Like, I remember... Yeah. You know, like oh. when you're seeing, like, sort of Hogan and, like, mm. uh, Ultimate Warrior getting up oh, on bloody ropes some, and calling the crowds out and shit. Like, that was There's some amazing. amazing crowd moments. Like, one of my favourites is SummerSlam 88, where the Honky Tonk Man has a mystery opponent and then oh yeah nobody knows yeah. who it is and then all of a sudden the ultimate warriors music pumps out and the crowd goes nuts man the ultimate warriors music is some of the best they ever did it if there's anything that's going to pump up a crowd but it just comes <laughs> in like you know dun, 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 dun. it's like it's not it doesn't go fast straight away. It's like this. Yeah, I but honestly uh... can't remember it. So if we keep doing these, I look forward to hearing it again because I'm sure it'll bring back <laughs> memory. Like, because I mean, mm. that was kind of like the. I guess that was the era when I was the most invested, mm. which is not necessarily yeah. heavily, but like enough to give a shit. Well, look, <laughs> WrestleMania one's like 1985, but look, if we do these yeah. events in order, 
What have we got? WrestleMania three, 1, 2, spin, right? 3, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania 4. But it'll be the seventh one will be SummerSlam 88. Alright. <laughs> just, curi- just out of curiosity, do you know what date this event takes place on? Like, not just the year, because... Uh, it, it's March something, I think maybe 31st? <laughs> I, I get born in five days. <laughs> this is older than me. <laughs> just double check that, I'm not 100% certain. But yeah, not, it's just... March something. It's late I didn't well, yeah, we're but... selling old tickets to the podcast. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's like, yep. Joel, we wouldn't have exactly been fucking ancient then either, right? Like, like six? Yeah, we were, well, yeah, eighty-five. Uh, yes. Yeah, well, I, I guess that kind of makes sense though, because like, I guess it was kind of WrestleMania three-ish when I started giving a shit. Yeah. And that would have been around when you know you and I went to the same school and yeah. I started coming to your house and shit like that. Yeah. Nine ten. That's the exact prime age to enjoy big, awesome action fighting. That uh, yeah is kind of not real, but still pretty weirdly compelling. Yeah, and they basically were superheroes. Yeah, yeah. especially I mean, when Vince McMahon got their them, Vince McMahon got his hands on them. He turned them all into good guys and bad guys with characters <laughs> and shit. Just quickly and to we... actually point at the match, I really liked what Brutus just did there. The whole he slap, he pushes his own leg. Yeah. To yeah. kick the guy, and that that kind of those little tactical realism things, like obviously wouldn't quite work like that in a real fight, and doesn't. But the way in, he's in the reality here, I love them. The way he's letting his leg bend without actually taking an injury, he was he did a really good one with his arm before too, where his elbow was genuinely at risk. But they but the pair of them managed to not fucking snap it in half, like pretty pretty solidly, <laughs> without without it looking too fake. Like these two are actually doing better than I thought they would. That's yeah. Oh. David Sammartino doesn't seem to be that great, but yeah, like he's... Well, no, they're... I think he, he's just doing the muscle, but like he's, mm. he's doing the muscle without putting any force on it, which I guess takes skill, right? Oh, absolutely. Mm. I mean, it, that's right? kind of like the, the, the selling point of The Undertaker is that he can make things look big without smashing someone in half on the floor, <laughs> right? Yeah. Otherwise, there's a lot of broken necks out there that we don't know about. And like Brutus here is is taking it like a bitch. He, he's doing that well. <laughs> but at the same time, he's obviously protecting himself. He's He's not... Is not in any real risk. It's it's clever. I like it. Yeah, that's that's sort of what I'm getting at with the whole. It's like a magic trick sort of. Yeah, thing. yeah. I, I I saw a match with um, Finlay a couple of years back. Uh, I guess it would have to be right. And I was amazed. <laughs> at, I was amazed at the fact because like I'd only ever really seen him with like bloody hornswoggle and shit. Like it was always yeah. a gimmick thing. He's just the Paddy. And like it was this super technical wrestling match, and I was oh. super impressed. And he fin- Finlay is so good. So, I, I so good. Like, I, I'd been cold. Like, I hadn't done a wrestling match in, like, five years. Mm. And I, I must have just been stuck somewhere. And I watched it, and I loved it. I was like, this guy can actually wrestle. And he's really good. Right? Like, and, like, you could see that... I can't remember who was... I think he might have been up against someone like Bobby Lashley, actually. And that that like, timeline tracks, yeah. Yeah, and it was... Um, like, and I think it was, like, as he'd just come in, it might have been, like, his Raw intro or something. Like, it was an early match. And he wasn't very good, <laughs> and, and and like you could just see Finlay like sort of like guiding him through it, and it was like shit. This is amazing. He's not only telling it; you can see how he's leading the match. And it was, yeah. I was and then he had to. I, I think he ended up having to um, put him over at the end. And I was just like, this is this is way more technical, and I'm way more invested in this than I have been in like you know some of the Attitude Era stuff that came before it. Like I was just like, mm. wow, this is 
this is actually kind of what I think I missed the first time around. Yeah, totally, totally agree, man. Finley Man was a revelation to me when I got to see him on that uh, when he came back for that last WWF run, WWE. Just the way that yeah. almost everything he did looked so believable. Like, because when if someone just puts in enough effort to make it believable, I'll happily go along with it, and then I'm in the reality that they're making. Yeah, you know, it, it would have been like I guess when I watched it, it would have been maybe a year or two before he did quit, like it, or even closer. Like it would have been close to the end of his his well WWE wrestling anyway. Yeah, and like he's a guy. I'd, again, honestly, I'd never given a flying fuck because <laughs> he just looked like he was a stupid gimmick wrestler. And like I'd never seen any matches that impressed me with him, mm. and like not enough to keep watching. But yeah, like it was. I mean, this sounds stupid because we're watching a match that is actually the same thing. Like th- this, this is 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 not awful considering they're doing some really stupid shit right now. <laughs> Sticking your fingers in the guy's mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Well, it all seems very basic in this match, but I get what you're saying about the Finley thing. Um, like, yeah. It seems solidly technical. Like, the way that, like, he flipped him over himself, right? But he fell to his knees, so he looks tired. It gives him both time to recover. I love it. Like, you know, yeah. it's not oversold. He's not he's not having to do the thing that Hogan always had to do and go to the ropes to buy time, <laughs> which I appreciate for different reasons. But, like, you know, like, you know, they, they, they what was that? All right, that was nothing. That, that was, was oh, crap, you're there. <laughs> You're about a meter closer than I thought you'd be. <laughs> and that has blown my poor Brutus mind. Yeah. Again, like, considering these are... They're still big boys throwing their knees around. The knees can fuck someone up pretty bad. There is a lot of meat slapping going on here. Yeah, and he's got to be tired. <laughs> like, lift, lifting someone that big, that way... Like, he lifted him at arm's length, for fuck's sake. He didn't put him <laughs> on his shoulder first. Oh, to be fair, there's a lot of jumping going into it, but again, that's uh, well like hid- well enough hidden. Yeah, he, he would have had to jump into it, but you know, unlike some stuff, I couldn't see it. I couldn't read his jump. Mm, that's it. It's that, eh, again, I'll keep coming back to it. Just that, That's the, yeah, the, the sleight of hand. The, yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, hey, you jo- dastardly outside guy. <laughs> Joel, I feel like I'm talking over your thing way more than I should be. No, it was interesting. I, I was enjoying listening to it. I guess, like, I don't know how you feel about this stuff, because I don't know if you ever even thought about how, like, I guess Shane and I used to, like, watch wrestling at your place, because neither <laughs> of like, fans, but, like, I guess I kind of got into it more than I ever thought I would. Yeah. No, the way you're describing it sounds exactly like someone who actually appreciates wrestling. Well, I because, do! Because like, you're, you're not looking at just, like, two guys fighting in a ring and it's fake. You're looking at what they're doing to tell the story in the ring. Yeah, and, like, it, it, some of the small stuff is big. Like, yeah. some of the small stuff is, like, perfection. Some of the big stuff is fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> That's, again, what sort of got me into it. Um, Like, I don't know how where you guys go, but I came into... I was always, like, a sports guy. Like, no one in my family likes sports, but I would always watch the rugby league by myself. Just yeah. love the whole sports. I love the story of sports, the action, the physicality. All, all that stuff. Like, And within sport, there is always an inherent story. One team is the underdog. One team might have an injury yeah, they have yeah. to overcome. And yeah. that's the reality and stuff that in wrestling, I fucking they love. To, but they also and, have to make happen. <laughs> yeah, they, but, they, but they can organize it. So wrestling, when it gets it right, when it's that mix of action, drama, um, uh, adversity, villains, heroes, all the story elements, but it's still... Mm done well enough that you can believe the action is a fight, man, that is peak, you know, chef's kiss entertainment. I love when something clearly didn't go right, and they work it in. <laughs> yeah. that, that, to me, is oh, a master. Oh, yeah. 
But yeah, but, totally know what you mean. Someone clearly gets cleaned up and they're like, oh shit, my nose is broken. How do we do this? Yeah. And yeah, they sell it. I love that. I, I'm the opposite of you, Mick. My whole family are sports people. Like extended family, uncles, aunts, mum and dad. Everybody loves sports of some sort, right? Hmm. I did not. I used to watch it. I grew up around it, but I didn't like it. So me liking wrestling in a way was kind of like my breaking out of that. <laughs> In my family, like, no one in my family, as far as I'm aware, has any respect for wrestlers at all. <laughs> it's funny so how it goes like that, eh? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. It, yeah. So I'm pretty sure me, like, finding it entertaining the sliders would have pissed everybody in my family off. <laughs> I didn't really talk about it a lot, but, like, I think it's kind of how I got hooked. I'd go to Joel's, we'd watch it. I'd be kind of impressed at some of the stuff they'd do. Like, growing up, I was a tiny kid. The idea of lifting someone over your shoulders is insane to me. And it still kind of is. And, like, you see these giant mountains of men bloody tossing each other over the ropes and, like, falling six foot. And you're like, what the hell? So, yeah, like, I mean, it, it was it was kind of magic to me. Like, you know, and not just the magic of selling it, but just, just the, the surreal world they live in where you can throw right. someone like that and he gets back up and takes six more. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah. Totally agree, man. It's... If it hits you just right, it's very special. And yeah. It's, yeah, that's, that's again why I'm still not so much into WWE day-to-day as I was, but I still, I've, I've jumped onto the AEW bandwagon a lot. They're really good in their own way. Different flavors of the same thing. But uh, yeah, when wrestling's good, it's so good. And when it's bad, it's, you don't want anyone to see you, see you watching it. <laughs> it's, yeah, that, it's the wildest swings. That's how I initially felt about it. Like, I remember having it on once at home and like my parents walking in and they're like kind of what the f-? And, <laughs> right and, like like i didn't even think about it i just gotten used to it at that point because like i mean i used to see joel a lot he lived within walking distance and he, his parents put up with me so <laughs> uh, so i used to just you know like watch stuff and i guess that was something i could take home and watch and it was slightly better than being stuck watching the cricket and shit on a saturday oh, <laughs> so, I'll play it, but I won't watch it. God damn it! <laughs> anyway, I'll play it poorly. Yeah, I'll I'll play many sports poorly. <laughs> I played absolutely everything growing up, but I and even, again, including cricket. But don't make me fucking watch it, man. I never, I can't. I watch golf before I watch cricket. <laughs> uh, I, I I'd take cricket over golf. I cannot stand watching golf. I don't get it. Everybody, the camera pans. You can't see the fucking ball anyway. You're like, give me a fucking break. Oh, now I know what we're doing for our next podcast. No, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, absolutely not doing golf. You know, or what? cricket or baseball. How about we podcast us playing golf, and you will get some of the fucking best swearing you've ever had on a recording, and I'll beat you with my clubs at the end of it. That'll be what happens. Yeah, Remember to sell it. Remember to sell um, that beating, Joel. This is the first. Yeah, take it like a man. This is the first title match on the card, the Intercontinental Championship. I always had a weird enjoyment for Greg the Hammer Valentine. He he just had that look of cranky, tough guy. <laughs> yeah, he never I mean, plays, look, does he? Nah. He's a big fat guy, but I'm not going to call him Intercontinental. <laughs> now, Mick, do you, know, hair, though. do you know how the Intercontinental title was created? I think that was a the North American plus the South American, so intercontinental. Yeah. Yes. Well done. Cute. Cute. <laughs> he looks like he'd be way bigger than 120 kilos, though. And, well, they said um, pounds, didn't they? Two two forty eight pounds, so it's about 120 or 115. Yeah, that, that seems about right. He looks like he should be bigger than that. <laughs> Here's the My junkyard boy. dog. 
Look at that booty. <laughs> I actually had. Oh, like, he almost tripped those, there. I had one of those original rubber ass wrestling figures, and I had Junkyard Dog. And I don't know yeah. how. I got it second hand. I loved it. I don't know why. I didn't have any of the others. Joel, you had like everybody. Wait, do you mean like an action figure or like one of those yeah. wrestling buddies? You know, you know those big rubber no, no, ones. The... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, You'd so have they... to watch Toys That Made Us so you could see them. But... So they weren't... <laughs> they were technically... I guess they were the action figures, but they were just, you know... Monopose. Solid rubber. But they were sort of designed that you could smash them together like... Uh, basically, yeah. They looked like they were wrestling. Uh, basically, mm. you know, the wrestlers... Dildo shaped as wrestlers. And everybody um... chewed on them. Now, I remember... Because Junkyard Dog had the... The theme music that he came out to there was, which was his theme music that he sung. I remember him coming out to um, another one, "Bites the Dust," for quite a long time during the eighties. Really? Yeah. And um, for licensing money, eh? Yeah. So I, I might be wrong, but I believe he would have had it around this time. So they've redubbed. This copy that I've just that I'm watching and you guys are watching. Um, yep, that's the same on the uh, network version. Yeah, with his, the redubbed one with the with the song that they own, <laughs> so they don't have to pay Queen any licensing money for any royalties. <laughs> well, that's again that's because this was pre a lot of guys actually having theme music. Because now, if you yeah. don't have theme music, you know you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You're the or, or you're Vladimir Kozlov for that one little time. But um, <laughs> everyone else, yeah, you've got to have a theme music. So, like, I think, was this pre-Hulk Hogan having I'm a Real American or not? Uh, quite possibly. We'll um, see you later, I guess. Well, we can actually talk about that in the next match. It actually pertains to a tag team we're going to watch. All right, cool. Oh, that's right. It was someone else's, wasn't it, first? Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. The US Express. That's right. Yes. You guys and are then, interrupting what appears to be some very terrible wrestling. Hey, he, he got him right in the armpit. That'll slow anyone down. <laughs> Just it, the, the, Yeah, I'm, I'm not buying this, unfortunately. I do love how physical they both look, but, like, I'm not... <laughs> these moves are not being sold to me. <laughs> Wasn't that the thing with a lot of the African-American wrestlers, like Junkyard Dog, um, Rocky's Dad, and... I guess Coco beware if he's around at this time. There was a whole lot of the whole. I'm a da- I'm a half dancey, enjoying myself, just happy to be here, <laughs> smiling wrestler. Yeah, I love uh, that. And it affects their style. Uh, do you reckon that's like a cultural thing? Do you reckon that's like trying to play th- away from the bad black guy? <laughs> I think that was honestly more about um, that's how Vince how might have work? seen them. So well, that's the role you will play. I mean, this is this is cute. They're dancing. Mm. I like it. <laughs> I mean, I actually do. Like, it's funny. Like, I, I, I love the stupid shit they get away with sometimes. Well, it actually also yeah, com- I, I... comes into play um, because Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, did a lot of that as well. True, true. Um, but... was a lot of that was lifted from, like, the African-American guys, though, wasn't it? Like, Quite possibly, but they did um, kind of a piss take of him when they brought in Akeem, the African Dream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> prior the one-man to... gang. Yeah, they turned the one-man gang into Akeem. Uh, this was prior to Dusty Rhodes coming in in the late 80s as well. <laughs> You're right. I, I can't believe I didn't put that together. There was an obvious rip-off of 
Dusty's yeah. mannerisms. Because he does the little hand flipping thing. Yeah, he does. Oh, Jesus. i got to pay closer attention. I take a lot of this stuff at face value because you have to let your guard down with wrestling. If you think about it too much, you will think right through it and can't enjoy well, yeah, it. Yeah, that's the problem I'm having now. Like, I'm, I've, I've, yeah. I've gone too deep into this and I'm looking at it and I'm like, man, <laughs> these, are, these, are, these are not... <laughs> <laughs> These are not grade A moves. But, like, again, the guys are still so bloody massive and looking at what they are doing is impressive. But there's too much choreography here. Like, they have practiced this. There was there were dance sessions on Saturday nights to get that. The little hand-holding thing, the little forehead-touching thing. It's cute, but... That's always interesting to me, too, the different flavors that different people can accept in their wrestling. Like I said, I, I usually prefer... The Bret Hart closer to realism wrestling, yeah. and you're obviously like you're looking for the the beef, the size, and the guys, but you also want the realistic. So the when it gets sort of goofy, you fall off it. You no, know, not not always, right? Like if if it was goofy and it wasn't supposed to injure, like <laughs> so when it's someone taking the piss out of someone else, I I, I buy it. Like you know, like I can buy it. But like some mm. of the moves that they're asking us to buy here, I'm not convinced by. It. Like the idea of them going into like a grip and like testing their strength, I thought was great. The way they held hands to initiate it, no. <laughs> like if it if it happened naturally, sure, but it didn't. They hold their hands up, and then they're like, "Yeah, let's cuddle," and then, and then they get their little <laughs> swing test. That that like I can't believe that at all. Even though the actual like test could have been genuine. Mm. Also, I'm not a huge fan of the dick to dick slapping, and I know we're going to get a lot of that in wrestling, but like I just I don't Mate, think it should, be, it should be a, an offensive move. <laughs> That was, oh, a good, um, that was a good. That was yeah. It was a good sell from uh, the hammer taking the big face bump. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That was one of his uh, favorite things to do. Let's go face well, he's doing the figure four. The, he's got the, the he's canvas. in the figure four, the red trunks, the blonde hair. He's going very Ric Flair at the moment. Oh yeah. Even the even the the hands up guard he had there for a second is all Ric Flair. I actually quite like that um, strike with his bicep to the face, like because it wouldn't do anything, but it looks like it would do something. <laughs> that that's the magic, man. That's it right there. Yeah. yeah. Like that was that was a, it was a nice solid half kilo of face meat that just moved, but like nothing happened. Like it was just. <laughs> but, oh, he's drawing power from the masses. We should probably get into uh, alive or dead here. Oh yeah, uh, gonna go with dead for junkyard dog. Okay. Um. Yeah, reluctantly, but yeah, I think he. I think he's gone. Yes, he. Uh... Actually, died in a car accident in 1998. Uh, there's a I junkyard joke there. I'm going to leave alone. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> uh, and oh, it looks better the other way. And the hammer, yeah. Greg the Hammer Valentine. I'm going to go with alive but very sad. <laughs> oh, still hammering. He was actually on AEW less than a year ago. Oh. Was he very sad? <laughs> he looked so grumpy. <laughs> All right, I'll take grumpy. <laughs> grumpy, cr grumpy, cranky. Like they were doing a match which was like half a tribute to him, or or a previous match of his. But he was just like, I don't like this oxygen. <laughs> a sneaky hammer. I feel like I'm batting okay for the dead or alive game so far. Yeah, what's the score? Uh, Adams on five, mix on seven. Oh, damn. Uh, it's just because I got those other two, you know, wrong. It's Have fine. I done that right? No, that can't be right. I should be higher than that. <laughs> you have to re-listen to the podcast and score me again. I demand a re <laughs> Let's go to the tape. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do a recount. 
Oh, fine. Well, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. <clears throat> Ooh. <laughs> that referee looks happy to be counting. <laughs> this is only starring, you know, role. <laughs> to be God, fair. Look at that man's neck. Right? <laughs> all these dudes have these fucking traps because of all the um, extra juice. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean... Oh, this is where Tito Santana came to the ring and pointed out, yeah. Hey, you cheated. <laughs> oh, Tito. The, the eternal, Hey, that's not fair. You're a, I'm oh. a good guy and you're not being fair. See, it worked out in Tito's favor because then he could come and beat Greg the Hammer Valentine for the Intercontinental title later on. Ah, sneaky, sneaky. I will say, um, having not paid much attention to it, I like that Intercontinental title belt, just as what we've been able to see. It looks pretty good. Pretty flat. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very old school one. I don't think we'll see that ever again. Hmm. Uh, It'll hold up some excellent pants. I think by WrestleMania 2, which would be the next event, <laughs> like a year later, mm. um, they have the more famous looking belt that you've well, yeah, because um, that's what Ricky and um, Macho Man fight over at WrestleMania 3, right? The more yeah. modern, so to say, one. The more known one, I guess. Yeah. Which actually, they did different versions of. Same style, but... The um, strap, they changed it, yeah? No, the, they had to do a whole new belt because the Macho Man, uh, he cleaned the belt but stripped all the gold off it when he cleaned <laughs> it. So it ends up going it like just metal color rather than gold isn't that just the mu the most randy savage thing ever like the dude tries so hard yeah. that he actually <laughs> <laughs> removes the gold from something because the dude was such a perfectionist yeah. uh, that was a good bump by he... jimmy yeah it looked like he mm. didn't take that the way he was meant to <laughs> i'm sad that we won't see the macho man in this event this was before he came to the wwf macho man's freaking couple of years right yeah, I'd have him uh, up there as like maybe well, the best ever. He comes in in 1985, but not not in That's time. The, I thought it was later than that. No, not in time. I, mean, for, I guess again, knowing nothing. Not in time <laughs> for WrestleMania, unfortunately. I don't know if you saw him, Joel, but there was a guy in the crowd who looked just like uh, Murray from Stranger Things. Oh, okay. I mean, it wasn't him, but it looked just like him. <laughs> Sweaty maybe, and all. Maybe the. Um... The creators of Stranger Things were <laughs> big wrestling fans. Uh, I could could be like an Easter egg. That guy was at WrestleMania. I do enjoy seeing East wrestling Easter eggs in other media because even today, there's that little bit of stigma about wrestling that, oh, you, you don't like that, do you? Blah, blah, blah. So to see it pop up in so many other things, it's like, man, everyone secretly likes wrestling a little bit. <laughs> I think, like, if you can't see something in there to enjoy, and you've got the time to look at it, because, like, if you're in a hurry, I don't think wrestling's approachable at all. But if you're stuck <laughs> for three hours, and you watch a match, and you can't get something out of it, then there might be something wrong with it. Like, yeah. Even if, you know, just laugh at it. <laughs> well, that's it. Like, yeah. some of it's so ridiculous. Like this. Like this here. Oh, the Iron Sheik. He hey, has try the... not to enjoy his mustache. He try has... not to. He has the best Twitter yeah. <laughs> uh, not appropriate for kids, though. I think I'd heard that, but, but I haven't looked. appropriate for our podcast, and I actually brought it up. <laughs> this is some of, 
This is some of the Iron Sheik's Twitter comments. You ready? Yep. Yeah. Right, I'll try and do it in Iron Sheik voice. Good night, Monday. Go fuck yourself till minimum Thursday. <laughs> That's a good Sheik, man. What well up? <laughs> He's like Garfield. Who should I beat the fuck out of? Hashtag Sheiky baby. <laughs> oh, this one's one of my favorites. In less than 24 hours, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I love how I insane need, he is, I, man. I might need to follow. <laughs> if you need an inspirational quote, just, just follow his <laughs> Twitter account. I'll slide him into my resume. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, at this stage, he's just a walking meme. Mm. I mean, current day, not in WrestleMania stage. Well, into this one, he was, what, fresh off of being the WWE champion? Yeah, so he, he was, prior to Hulk Hogan, he was the one mm. who transitioned the belt from Bob Backlund to Hulk Hogan. Mm. And we'll get to uh, hear Nikolai Volkov do the Russian anth national anthem. That's always fun. Mm. <laughs> From memory, that's a banger. <laughs> Man, that guitar riff in the middle. Ah. Well, I'm serious. There's one of them that's got this real kind of, you know, Soviet uplift to it. Like, if you were going to join a totalitarian dictatorship, that's the thing you'd want for it. <laughs> yeah. You want it to convey power and kind of, you know, we're going to step on your neck if you're not careful. If you haven't got a semi after it, then there's something wrong with you. That's what you're looking for. That's, the, that's what you want. There we go. Just keep in mind, this is the height of Cold War America and. Uh, it Russia. is so jarring to see, like, USSR. <laughs> like, Look at the like, <laughs> finger signs and people throwing shit. Yeah, yeah. Someone oh, was man. doing the wank-off sign. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all the shit getting thrown in the ring. That's one thing I miss. I miss... I mean, I understand why, of course, but um, fans being able to just throw stuff in the ring yeah. to voice their displeasure, <laughs> it's its a missing element, but you can't do it now because some dickhead will always throw like a whole ice cube or a golf ball and just kill somebody. Oh, yeah. How do they stop them, though? Do they just like shoot them with paintballs? I mean, like, how do you stop someone from tossing something? Oh, oh I think it's like there's like, big legal of... issues. Yeah, they'll it's on the ticket. On, like arena. a ticket, like a, I think it's on the ticket, like a contract. Like if you do this, you are in like massive legal trouble. Yeah. Right. Just so not we got you on camera. We got you on a thousand now, cameras. <laughs> we're just trying to trying to listen to see what music they're playing. No, it is. I think it is. Yeah, you're right, Joel. We should all shut up during the podcast. No, <laughs> it's not no, dissimilar, it's, but I think it's some generic music they've yeah. popped in. You know what? That would make sense because if it, mm. even if it was the Hulk Hogan music back then, mm. they would probably only want it for Hulk, so they would have they'd yeah. given the generic so, one. So what I believe. So what I believe is these guys had the real American theme song, which we know as Hulk Hogan's theme song. Hulk Hogan actually had um, Eye of the Tiger. That's right, because of Rocky. Yeah, as his Do theme song. Do they play different shit to the match than they actually put on the broadcast, though? Like, do they, like, I mean, I know they do now, but I mean, would they have done that then? Would no. They have put in some no, the same, at that time, they would have broadcast what was played in the arena. But, um, okay. yeah, but WWE... These days, they go back and they edit so much crap. Yeah. Like, there was one point where they, um, because they lost the rights to a lot of the theme songs that they'd done in-house through um, 
Um, was he for cash? I think it was Rick Derringer who did them. And, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And they couldn't use Demolition's theme song, and they put in some generic one, and it just ruined every Demolition match because that was the best part was their theme song. <laughs> Hell yeah. Here comes the axe. Hey, I do know it. I was like, I'm pretty sure I know what that is. Man, if, if you heard if you heard it once, you know it. That's how good it yeah, was. Like I was pretty sure I knew it. <laughs> All right, quickly, uh, alive or dead? The Iron Sheik. I'm gonna go with alive if he's tweeting. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take my point. Thank you, Joel. <laughs> A freebie. God damn it. Yeah, Sheiky baby's alive. That's right. Fuck you, I alive. <laughs> Uh, Nikolai Volkov. Uh, alive. I'm gonna say dead. He is dead. Mm. Fairly recently, uh, 2018. Uh, um, can't say he's ever really been on my radar anyway. <laughs> now the uh, the US Express, which is Barry Windham. He's the blonde one. Is he alive or dead? Say alive. Um, I think he's alive, and he's also he's the uncle of like Bray Wyatt and stuff, right? He is, and he but is, is he alive. He is alive, ah, and his uh his tag team partner is Mike Rotundo, who is. I'm gonna say dead. Um, he looks in good shape, but I'm gonna say dead. I think he's alive. He is alive. Wait, wait, is um, he's not IRS, is he? Yes, he is IRS, and he is. <laughs> the father of Bray Wyatt. Okay, that all makes sense then. <laughs> yes, because he and uh, Barry Windham are brother-in-laws. Okay, cool. But yes, he becomes IRS in his when he leaves the WWF in a year or two after this, and then he returns in the early nineties. And has to wrestle in a suit and tie. <laughs> yeah, which must suck. It's funny because he did um, a gimmick in the WCW where he became Michael Wall Street. Yeah. But I also, and so I believe his IRS character was quite similar to that, but he wrestled in normal wrestling sites as Michael Wall Street. He just came to the ring in like suit and tie. Man, if, if you're... If your character needs you to be a suit and tie in WWF, when you go to WCW, you'd put that in your contract. I'm not <laughs> wrestling in that fucking shit. Yeah. But he sweat like a bastard. But he did that before yeah. he was IRS. Oh, did he? I thought yeah. Wall Street was um like I thought it was IRS first, then Wall Street in WCW, then he came back again. Was it? I could have, obviously, it could be. Oh, no, maybe I, I'm, I'm not putting any. I don't know. I'm not. Uh, well, hey, if you've got the Wikipedia in front of you, you know more than me. No, I don't. Probably I'm, even I'm just doing it from memory. <laughs> Alright, so we've got some semblance of a timeline. He was these things at points. Yes. Oh, look at that. Look at the drop kick. wondering, there is a wrestling Whoa. match going on. It's just not very interesting. <laughs> well, I, I, to, that said, that's the most athletic thing I've ever seen the Sheik do. <laughs> a fucking flying <laughs> yeah. drop kick. He did look pretty solid, didn't he? It wasn't bad. Yeah. Well, he was... Hey, um, how come he was nobody a... spoke about... Oh, go on. Oh, the Iron Sheik. He was... Um... He was an Olympic uh, wrestling champion. One well, more. sure, but they don't throw drop kicks there. No, no. <laughs> Probably he, should. Not like the sound up. background in wrestling. <laughs> oh yeah, I was going to ask. How come nobody was talking about Lou Albano before? Uh, With his freaking staples on his face. Yeah, what the fuck was that shit? I don't know. Oh, the, the lucky bands. Yeah, he. 
I mean, th- yeah, that's a far cry from like that Mario TV show, which is what all I actually <laughs> really remember him from. Right? Yeah, I don't know why he did that. He like because he had him in like his face and he tied his beard up with them and shit. It was always a weird thing. I don't know why he did that. It was yeah, it was not normal. Like, there's weird things that people do, and then Lou Urbano with rubber bands stapled to his face. <laughs> you know, I actually didn't realise Iron Sheik was this big. I always thought he was smaller. Like, leaner. He's no, massive. no, no, he was, he was always, like, jacked, but he was but he's not very tall. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Like, I, I think I always read him as, like, just a, a leaner wrestler. But You, you I, know I, what? That could just be by who you're standing in front of. Like, if you saw him against Hulk, then yeah, you know, Hulk Hogan's, like, you know, got balloons for muscles. Yeah. <laughs> And a python for a dongo here, but I haven't gone bald. <laughs> There's a great story about that. Hulk Hogan has a python for a dong. Terry Balea does not. That's part of the character. He said that in a court case. <laughs> so what's his like then? Is his more of a... <laughs> it's a it's an average. Assume, <laughs> but, but that all came out with like the massive court case and stuff that he's had that... go on in the last 10 years. Well, wasn't it's that fucking hilarious. Part of the whole sex tape thing, wasn't it? I think so, yeah, but yeah, how fucking funny is that he had to say that shit in court, on, for the record. What's this thing in the background? Can you see it in the crowd? The crowd. No, there's some I mean, big... the exit sign. No, there's some big thing. Oh, that's a, that's a big cotton candy sale, isn't it? Is it? I saw it come past earlier and I wasn't sure. It's amazing if it is. Yeah, well, it's probably not a Chinese luck dragon. <laughs> Post it to uh, thisiswhyyourfat.com. <laughs> Is it just someone walking around selling cotton candy? I believe so, yes. Holding it up really high over their head. Yeah, obscuring everyone's view, so yeah. you know, buy the candy or get, or your view will be fucked for the next 10 minutes. Well, they're not really in, like, tiered seating here either, right? They're all just kind of sitting flat. Mm. That was a terrible Yeah, because they'd all be speed, out. Because this would be, like, um, I guess the space where the basketball court normally is. Because mm, this this one's in Madison Square Garden, right? Yeah. So yeah. there'd be all the, you know, ground level seating all around the ring before they get to the stairs. I, I look forward to when we move mm. to uh, Madison Cube Gardens later on. That'll be... <laughs> yeah, the good old Futurama. <laughs> um, speaking of the flat seating or the flat sort of level for the audience, um, my, when my family went to a wrestling event, I think it was in Melbourne or it was in one of the Australian arenas, um, they got floor seating and thought it was great. Yeah. They were a hundred rows back on a flat, on a flat oh. level. They couldn't see shit the entire show, got refunds, because the arena was just a terrible choice. If you're not in the first couple of rows on the floor, yeah. you can't see yeah. jack shit, man. Did they at least have the big screens that they could watch shit on? I think they were really far away, and, you know, mm. <laughs> my parents aren't exactly winners of the eyesight competition, so... <laughs> Yeah, it was just a bad time all around by all accounts. Yeah, let's not throw out scores for eyesight. I don't want to lose another game tonight. <laughs> hey, they found the only two girls in the crowd. That was nice. <laughs> hey, man, that's right, because the rest are ladies. Oh, that was that was crap. You see where he went up for his bloody drop kick and <laughs> the, <laughs> bounced yeah. off? There was nothing? There was, that was, uh... there was a slight delay, and then he jumped out of the ring. <laughs> Yeah, he just left. He was like, he was done. He was like, I'm just having a nap. Like he didn't, he didn't even react to it. There must have been no force to that at all. <laughs> are they about to win the two titles? They are. Oh, damn. Oh, the shoulder check. 
Wait, wait. So just to check, the evil team won. That's this. Uh, yep. Uh, that's good. Good for them. <laughs> Shaky uh, baby, champion again. In if the battle, only the Iron Sheik had snagged the Intercontinental title. He could have been the first Triple Crown winner. Wasn't that? Because oh, Pedro Morales never won the tags as well, did he? So he wasn't the first one either. Yeah. Who's the first? Probably Bret Hart, yeah. Um, oh no, it'd be um because no, because Randy was never a tag champ either. No, hey, Iron Sheik's actually getting his belt put on. I like it. Hmm. Who would be the first? Okay. Why does he look like he's about to hump his tag team, buddy? They won, dude. No, no, <laughs> you no, got to no. celebrate. It wasn't the winners that were looking like they were about to get it on. Well, commiseration hump. When, you, when your buddy's on the ground, you do not need to put your crotch in front of his face. That is not required. <laughs> Let him oh, get he... up of his own accord. Did he belt him with a mic? Is that what happened? No, it was the cane. Oh, okay. I that, think it, that, that's pretty good, too. I think it might be Bret Hart. Yeah, Bret Hart's feels right, because obviously, you know, started the tag, definitely won the Intercontinental World. Yeah. And I can't think of anyone in between, because it was just Hulk Hogan, yeah. who never got the tags. No. Undertaker, or Boy. he never got his... Yeah. Um, who, are, who are the other world champions in that time? Uh, Ric Flair? Uh, no. Woo! No. Uh, Ultimate, Ultimate Warrior got the Intercontinental and World, but never yeah. the tag. Did he ever wrestle in tag, dude? He did, didn't he? He was in a tag team well, before WWF with Sting, funnily enough. They were the Blade Runners. Oh, yeah. Did he ever do a tag match with Hogan, or am I just imagining? Shit? Oh, he must have. Yeah, he did. Absolutely. Um, SummerSlam 91. And one, of, the, one of their opponents... I remember watching that. One of their opponents was the Iron Sheik. Oh, there you go. But uh, as Colonel Mustafa. Oh, yeah. When WWF thought they could just change someone's name and nothing yeah. else and let <laughs> no, you buy it. Nobody would notice. Tito Santana's dead. Here's the Matador. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about these dark memories you're evoking in me, Joel. Shiki <laughs> <laughs> baby has tag like team title. He looks like he's naked. Look at him. He's right? Gene <laughs> Mean, I loved it. <laughs> Jeez, oh mate, God, you could sweat. <laughs> I sweat. I mean, like you could fix like a desert. That... I like that he looks like he wrestled then. <laughs> yeah, that's one of that's that's one of the other things that I actually appreciate when a dude looks fucking knackered because he was in a physical contest. And again, I jump back to goddamn John Cena, who apparently doesn't have sweat glands and never sweated in his goddamn life. So at the end of every match, he's trying to convey, oh, I've been so hurt, but then I popped up and won. But he also has zero sweat. So it's like, come on, dude. I, I can't believe you. All the makeup. How you know what it is? They need some of those um, Predator 2 hats so they can sweat. <laughs> and the shirts, the shirts. Yeah. There has been a distinct lack of hats in this. <laughs> and considering how many dudes are bald you'd figure it would be a higher ratio <laughs> yeah yeah. well there's a hat right there that's got to be a hat <laughs> oh I hope so that is the worst the worst hair the worst <laughs> it's so strange It's it's got to be an animal just sitting on his head I was going to say his suit uh, that he's wearing it looks like the Colonel Sanders suit right <laughs> it does but it looks like it's been Colonel Sanders suit that's been sitting in a KFC for so fucking long it's soaked up all the grease. Oh, gross <laughs> and accurate. <laughs> yep. It's sat around so long it's gone off white, beige, creamy, 
goo. Blurg. <laughs> I'm I'm still gonna stick with the fifth doctor. That that's that's the closest thing I can think of that it looks like. Oh, you're not wrong. But things can be two things. <laughs> I, I, I guess. Oh, that's a lot of body hair. <laughs> ah, Bobby Heenan. The fucking man. That's not a man. That's a shaved gorilla. Don't well, yeah, that, but that's not Bobby Heenan, so... <laughs> yes, that's Sorry, good. is that bag supposed to be $15,000? Well, the money's crumpled up. It's... <laughs> it's very it's not very like area efficient well like it looks like there's, there's <laughs> it looks like there's fuck all in there <laughs> the that, zip broke yeah that is gym socks <laughs> there was a time um after the wwf got made to change to wwe where they went back and they blurred out all the wwf logos from, oh god from, that's, yeah from all the old events so mm. That was so stupid. Luckily, we, luckily we uh, we don't seem to have gotten that because we've got the nice big fat WWF logo on that gym bag with I, the cash. I tell you what I hate though, Joel. I, I'm hating these title cards like when they put them up before the matches start. They look so shit. <laughs> well, that uh, was state of the a... art for mid eighties, man. Right? It looks like it looks like something out of a telephone. I'm just <laughs> a, not a good telephone. Just <laughs> one of those less good telephones. Well, like, telephone used to get good, like, when they were left on their own at four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen, like, occasional YouTube videos of things like that, where people are just, like, not giving a shit and doing whatever yeah. they like. <laughs> They're just like, no one's watching, I can say what I want. <laughs> <sighs> the brain. Oh, oh is this look. the Andre the Giant <clears throat> match? This is the Andre the Giant match. What was your? Uh, I, I, I'm going to get ahead of this. I'm going to say Andre the Giant's dead. <laughs> well done. But what about Large Jonathan Studd? Uh, Mr. Well Hung. Uh, I. Ah, <laughs> uh, I want to say dead. Yeah, I think he's dead. I think he's well dead. Like, um, I, I'm going to be impressed if he makes it out of the ring, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, they're both well dead, actually. Um, Andre died in 1993, and Big John Studd in 1995. What got him? I'm not going to guess, just tell cool. me. Pres presumably Big John Studd got Andre. <laughs> <laughs> well, Andre died from heart failure, because he was just so yeah, well, fucking, fucking big with uh, his gigantism. Gigantism, yeah. Yeah. Uh, John Studd actually died of lymphoma. Oh, that sucks. Uh, okay, yeah. well, not what I would have called, but, like, yeah. I'm good. I, I, I don't like guessing at how they die. That feels extra morbid. <laughs> yes, and only one of these men has won a Royal Rumble. Which one? Tell me it's Andre. It's not. <laughs> there's no way that Andre the Giant would not win a Royal Rumble if he wanted to hey well you, now you're just sounding like every commentator ever who the second he gets in any match who and how are they going to throw him out of the match it's impossible it's impossible Gorilla like, but um, could, every you time you give him that bag of cash and I still wouldn't expect to get him out of the bloody ring what I don't get is the first Royal Rumble he was in a snake eliminated him just use That's a fucking right. snake every time. <laughs> uh, Jake's a smart man. Uh, I mean, like, I 
I kind of get it. Like, you can't have someone like Andre the Giant win a Royal Rumble because <laughs> then you'd be like, well, why the fuck are we watching? Because it's always going to be Andre the Giant that wins the Royal Rumble, right? <laughs> I mean, as soon as you give Vince... It was the same problem with The Undertaker. As soon as you give people that, then they're never going to believe that anyone else can conquer them, right? But at yeah. the same time, it feels like it's a, a missed opportunity to really let him... Yeah, well... Sell his it's a shame. It's a shame that the Royal Rumble only came into existence at the very tail end of his career because he was very famous for winning battle royals all the time. Yeah, true. Like it, it feels like something they should have given him at some point, but maybe not early on. Well, look at him even here, man. He's like he holds the ropes almost constantly from all yeah, the matches know, that I've seen, mm. just trying to stand up. He's in constant pain already, right? Like he's already yeah shattered. I should also add that uh, the manager Bobby Heenan dead. So it's yeah. our, our first match where everyone's dead. Yeah, no, I, Bobby had a rough time, man. I, the fact that he lost his iconic voice a bunch of years before he died because it was yes. like throat cancer or jaw cancer or something, yeah, wasn't throat, it? Throat cancer, yeah. Yeah, uh, the a, fact that oh. he lost his awesome voice and sounded so different in the tale in like the very last few appearances is such a shame. I just had a close-up of Andre's feet. They look so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, that looks like it's been stitched on. <laughs> well, they, I mean, they look extra flat because he's probably squished them over the course of time. Mm. How big is uh, Mr. Stud? Because, like, he doesn't look small next to Andre. Oh, well, he, he tried to claim that he was a giant. So that's why these two had a feud. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> well he was like, what, be... six, eight, six, eight, nine, and 10, something, right? Yeah, yeah. He was, so there he was might a big be something man. to it, guys. He's, he's like, look at Andre in the eye here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Andre's also always hunched yeah. over. So. Yeah, three times his size as well. But, I mean, like, he's not a little boy looking at him. I, I didn't realize it was that close until they were just doing that grapple then. Well, you know, he's big, John Stud, so <laughs> he's not unaware of his size. <laughs> I didn't know if this was another Python situation. You never know. All right? <laughs> Some people wrestle under their porn names. I've seen it before. <laughs> oh, we got him in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a, that was a bell clapper. <laughs> oh, no, no, he's his hand. Just in there to give him a check. That was that was a check to make sure his dick was okay. <laughs> well, if you're going to have a porn name, I think Big, Big John Stud kind of fits the bill, right? It's, you have to claim yeah. it early, though. Like, uh -huh. You can't go into it now. Because there's like 16 of them. What is the best wrestling porn name that we can think of? I mean, Big John Studs a contender for sure. That'd be his cousin, Boink the Clown. Yeah. Uh, Dick Blood. <laughs> yeah, Dick Blood. Oh, but that's, that's not a porn name. That's horrid. <laughs> he only has that's, menstruation sex. That's that's what happens after you've been in the porn industry. I mean, it, it does feel like Brutus the Barber Beefcake may be a contender as well. Yeah, that's good. Maybe that kinky shave porn stuff. I mean, like... Rey Mysterio's finishing move is the 69. Uh, Rey Mysterio doesn't sound like a great porn name, though. Yeah, but he doesn't... Yeah, 61969, it's um, close unless enough. He, unless he folds that into his shtick. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. A lot of wrestlers, Randy Savage, Jake... Oh, that's a good one. Jake, There's the winner. Jake the Snake. Hey, Bam Bam Bigelow. Let's go back to the classics. <laughs> yeah. yeah! Slam Bam, thank you, man, Bigelow. Junkyard Dog sounds like a dirty one. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all backdoor action, that is. We're missing the obvious one. Andre the Giant. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe too easy. 
Uh, Andre's punches, I mean, they always have credibility because of his size, but they don't look great. It's one of those things where you can believe him, but you, if you look at him too closely, you're like, man, not so good. He would have already been doing like the super heavy drinking here, right? Oh, so, fuck yeah. Like, so I wonder how many times you walked into the ring pissed as a parrot. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally clock someone out. Oh, shit, you know. Oh. It's got to have happened, right? Oh, yeah. He's, it's good. There's, there's so many stories of Andre just, you know, killing a whole yeah. case of beer by himself. Just, you know, self-medicating, basically. There's a really horrible one about him. I think it was wrestling Bad News Brown or something. Mm. And, and Andre was, like, sitting on him and lost control of his bowels. And oh. it's nasty. I actually think it's I've nasty. heard this one. I don't know how, I don't know why, but I think I've heard this one. Yeah. Man, that's a, that's a good reason to retire right there. Whichever side of that you're on, if you lost control of your bowels, retire. If you got shat on, retire. Also, I mean, if your last name's Brown, you can make it your <laughs> That was some bad news, Brown. But <laughs> I always Maybe love that's that. a porn name. I always <laughs> love right? that, that move in the 80s where they catch him by one leg, and then they're, yeah. and I, then, and I, then I, they're stuck. And they, they can't do anything. Holy then, crap, I, did he just throw a kick? And then it evolved in the into the in the nineties where they're just like, okay, well, I can the just end. jump up and kick you with the other leg. Yep, the Enziguri, yeah. fantastic move. It was a nice catch on his arm there. Twice it was an easy one, but oh but yeah. Back, but back in the eighties, there was no getting out of that. Once they caught one of your legs, you're fucked. Except for hopping, you were immobilized. <laughs> they had like another one where they'd grab him by the hair, right, and they'd all suddenly be immobilized, like someone had yeah. hypnotized them. Like they can't do I mean, anything. That, <laughs> both of those things like always piss me off, to be honest. Occasionally, someone would be like surprising with it, but like you'd see it, and you're like, just, just slap him, just slap him. How easy did he just slap him then? There, that was like I'm no just... effort. Yeah, it didn't, that didn't worry him at all, did it? <laughs> this will buy me one night's beer. <laughs> That's only the baggage. <laughs> I will say that. that is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give it away. You don't need it. Ah, oh, that's why he's the brain. There were probably like dollar bills in that bag, but you know, it would have been carefully. Would have been so much cooler if it wasn't actually money and they made like some sort of like Vince McMahon fun bucks or something. Like he's <laughs> or old, them. Like they did with JBL, yeah. Stop <laughs> saying it. He's listening to the podcast. It's going to happen. <laughs> what, Andre? Nah, man. No, Vince. <laughs> well, Andre might be. I mean, like, you got to do something, right? Yeah, if you're dead and in, you know, if you're dead somewhere and you have no, access to a radio. You don't need to doubt it. He is definitely in heaven. <laughs> I'm still just amazed at the amount of kicks he threw because every previous match that I've seen of Andre's, he he wouldn't dare try and stand on one foot by how wobbly he was, you know? You know what yeah. got him into heaven, Mick? Huh? You know what got him in? It was, you know, it was Hogan. When he let Hogan lift him, that was it. That was his, that was his, that was his key. That was his entry. <laughs> that's, that's where Hogan slammed the 900-pound Andre the Giant, as he'd say. Yeah, yeah. Look, he's ruined his back. It. Wouldn't want to guess at his weight. <laughs> yeah, he's a big one. <laughs> and I definitely wouldn't want to guess at his weight anywhere near him in case he took offense. <laughs> but that was like peak Hogan when he had the feud with the Andre. You get some of the best promos from Hogan in that one. Mm. 
he'd started sort of getting into it then, hadn't he? That was like peak. I think that's his peak cocaine use. Ah, <laughs> uh, Fezzik. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I'm a huge Princess Bride fan, so it's nice to hear him talk. Right? Like, I, I actually don't remember hearing him speak much during, like, my brief exposure to wrestling. Like, I don't remember ever really seeing him do promo stuff. Yeah, he had, um, because he had his heel turn, like, two years after this. Yeah. And then he's heel for the rest of his career under Bobby Heenan. So Bobby Heenan does oh, he, most of the he, he turned face right at the end, just for a second, just so he could le- sort of leave on a good note. Yeah. But you're right, yeah, most of the rest of it was just... Big angry giant. Hey, you need a good bad guy, right? Yeah. I mean, that's part and of the was, story. And he was so fucking scary when he when he did talk. Because mm. yeah. his teeth were all fucking ew. so so strange, so scary. Yeah. So we're into the uh, into the home stretch here, almost. I don't know. Hey, we actually changed files too. <laughs> I'm yeah. glad I queued them both up, or I wouldn't have noticed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're, we're mostly like two-thirds or three-quarters into this. Maybe two-thirds. Like, that was genuinely quite seamless. I didn't spot that at all. <laughs> we jumped over. Does this guy have a giant lip saw or something? Oh, that was, he, just um, lip, he just got lip yeah, that was, that's Oh, Mo- that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. Moolah okay. lipstick. Yeah, Moolah. Blurg. Uh, okay. We're doing this. Okay. There's actually a good... Eight- um, have you ever seen Dark Side of the Ring? Yeah. Yeah. There's a good... Um, you'd probably like these, Adam. They're on SBS. Yeah. So you can watch them on the SBS website. And yeah. um, there's an episode about the fabulous Mauler and um, how she treated all the all the women wrestlers back in their days. Right. Because she used to be... She used to kind of run women's wrestling like glow uh not so much just like in the wwf right yeah, yeah. so okay. she would be sort of like the agent for all the women's wrestlers so every so sort all of the, like all, a stephanie mcmahon kind of role now well kind of but you know every all the women's wrestling went through her so she got a cut of what they made and okay. you know well she, she made sure of that you know yeah. she, she was she's basically so, pimping them out in a sense yeah, yeah, they'd, yeah okay. they'd have to stay at you know Back in the organized crime slash uh, a ranch that she ran with her husband and have to do favors and stuff. She sounds like she's super popular here. What with all the booing? Yeah, well, she's a villain. Um, well, you know, by a lot of accounts, she held women's wrestling back for a long time, basically because she knew she couldn't compete with half of the athletes who were trying to get in. So she made them, you know, she only trained them her way, yeah. made sure that they only got hired through her, so she got a cut. Just not a nice human being by most accounts. Okay, but I mean, are we going to compare her to someone like Vince? Because he ain't a nice human being, right? Yeah, but... Yeah. Between the two of them, you know? Really? That you got to go with Vince. I'd I think. mean, like, I, I, I'm going to go with him for, like, <laughs> being more charismatic while being a snake. Like, he doesn't <laughs> sound like a nice guy to me. No, he doesn't. Um, I, could, he's pretty, I couldn't imagine trying yeah, to... Yeah, he's pretty ruthless. He's a businessman basically mm. like his dad was a wrestling promoter who adhered to you know wrestling traditions mm. but then vince mcmahon jr as he is because his dad was also vince mcmahon yep, yep. 
Um, he really had a, had a plan to make it big. I mean, he did make it big, right? Yeah, like he, he did. I, I, I remember watching wrestling with you and thinking, oh, this will die off. What? <laughs> Yeah, and like, look, I just look, remember thinking there wasn't anything to it, you know, look, like it was fading. Yeah, was... well, wrestling may well have died if this path wasn't gone down. So, yeah. and like this is kind of when they started getting that spectacle, and you really started getting like the crossover with celebrity. I mean, look, Cindy Lauper's here, right? Like, yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> that's so nuts. Yeah, and she's here because of her tie-in with uh, the movie Goonies. Yeah, yeah, which, again, also nuts. Yeah, because <laughs> um, she got Captain Lou Albano in to the for the film clip. Did she? Okay, yeah. I, I don't remember that. I'll have to... I'll have to re- well, yeah. I might have to. I might I might go rewatch the film clip. Yeah. And then ended up with the WWF and MTV joining up and doing an event, and she was part of it. Was that the um, Rock and Wrestling? Uh, yeah, that was what they, they called it. But the uh, event was called The War to Settle the Score, I think. <laughs> oh, speaking of names, do you know what this... Uh, if if Vince had been left to his druthers, do you know what WrestleMania would have been called instead? Oh, oh it's God. something terrible. I can't remember it off the top of my head. Yeah, it, it, the Colossal Tussle. Oh, yeah. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, the Colossal Tussle doesn't last past year two, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah, apparently it was uh, Howard Finkel who came up with Wrestlemania yes the legend but, the Fink I tell you what the Colossal Tussle does sound like a good porn name <laughs> <laughs> but it's not even a good rhyme because it it's, no, it's really not. a forced one you know? yeah <laughs> and that makes it even worse for how close it is but it's like the uncanny valley of puns <laughs> yeah, it relies on an accent to get pull off it's like whenever you hear like a song where someone really has to twang a word to make it rhyme, you're like, fuck you, just come up with a better word. Don't try to rhyme with orange. I mean, like... Oh, now, well, quickly, um... Now, Wendy both Richter. Alive. I'm gonna go with both alive. Oh, okay. You don't care who their names are. <laughs> no, I, I give a shit. Both alive. But no, um, I, I, I think um, they are both alive. Pretty sure Wendy is, at, the, at least. Yeah, so Wendy Richter in the blue and Leilani Kai in the black. Both alive. Um, they, 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 they're, they're both women, so they live longer generally. They both look very fit here. They're both younger than some of the wrestlers we've seen. I didn't really think they'd be dead. Um, All valid points. And Moolah's dead. Moolah's, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. she's like a thousand yeah. years old there. I saw her. Very nice. And, uh, she came in like Mumra. <laughs> <laughs> and what about Cindy, Cindy Lauper? She's still alive, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, both are right. I'm sure I saw her on something recently. <laughs> if you want to see something funny, um, is it Graham Norton? He's the English. Yeah, yeah, English I, I, I quite like Graham Norton. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, there's, look up a clip with her on it and Seth MacFarlane from Family Guy doing um, Stewie and Peter Griffin singing uh, Cindy Lauper songs. I have <laughs> cool. seen part of that episode, but not that part. Yeah. No, that's funny. I'll look it up later. That sounds funny because I'm a big fan of Seth MacFarlane when he does his like when he does, when he does his just as a character him stuff. Yes. I mean, Family Guy is still okay, but you know, yeah. He Have did an ep- the... oh, go on. Go on, He did an episode of Saturday Night Live a few years ago, just the one, and he was fantastic as a host, like genuinely the best part of a show featuring him as the star. I was very surprised. 
I was going to say, the, the, there was a... Like, I've actually seen a few Graham Norton bits that have been really good, but there was a great one where it was Henry Cavill and um, Russell Crowe. And, like, it turned into this, honestly, very genuine interaction that I did not expect at all. I don't want to spoil it. You should totally check it out. Like, I was... No, I was well, really... fan of both guys. Because, I mean, also, there was a really good one with... Um, uh, Friggin' Neil McGregor as well, where he gets to whip out a lightsaber. But, like, that was good for a different reason. That was just very fan service <laughs> Alright, I'll check this out. I'm not, I haven't seen it. Like, I know Graham Norton well enough, but um, I haven't really looked up much of his stuff. So, yeah. Worth well, a I, made, I made the mistake of clicking on a couple of his videos from Facebook, and now, like, every third video I get. <laughs> yeah. And they're, like, they're generally really Ooh. good, so I tend to watch them. Uh, that would have hurt. <laughs> she, she almost pulled her boot, maybe. <laughs> I will say though, earlier in the match, the um, where she had her in a hammerlock and was whipping her around to slam face forward, I've not seen that particular move, and I was really quite a fan of it. It actually oh. looked like it started quite strong, but now it's turned into a game of Frogger. <laughs> <laughs> and the old thigh lock, which is uh, <laughs> James Bond Goldeneye. <laughs> we just got another frog. We got another frog. <laughs> no, it kind you... of feels like maybe they got a smaller repertoire. Well, you might not care about their names, but. I'm sorry, was back, that dismissive? Back in, I, yeah. Yeah. Back, in that back in 1985, Wendy Richter was actually hugely popular, like almost rivaling Hulk Hogan's popularity. Well, obviously not with me. No. <laughs> but didn't she, then wasn't it Mueller again who fucked her over? Yeah, so... Uh, I can't remember the exact story of why they did it, but um, yeah, they... Basically, they screwed Wendy Richter out of the championship, kind of an earlier version of the Montreal Screwjob. Yeah, she was the Black Spider or something, right? Yeah, it was like Spider Lady or something like that. And yeah, um, yeah they basically took the title off Wendy Richter. Mm. And then she I'm left, sorry, she left Joel, and never came back. There are only two Richters I give a shit about. Richter Belmont <laughs> and Richter from Total Recall. <laughs> Not a fan of the Richter scale. See you at the party, Richter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those are the Richters that matter, and we haven't even seen Richter Belmont's TV show yet, but I know it's going to be good. <laughs> and I'm going on record as saying it now. I will say though, from what I'm seeing here, Red, Wendy Richter does seem to have some talent, and you know, if if women's wrestling got once again curtailed by bloody Moolah, yeah. when they could have had this chick. Taking it, you know, one more step forward. Yeah, that is Fuck her. Four, four frog dismounts, though. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw the one where she hit the ref before. <laughs> no, I missed it. It it, it wasn't great. <laughs> wow, I mean, that was right before she pushed the pushed the ref, though. So Jeez, that move was better than the John Cena ref. You. Oh, it's oh. gonna be hard though, because like Wait. she obviously can't. I think you're like, Leilani obviously can't get her up high enough to do anything super fancy. And early on, they didn't let him anyway, did they? I, I think what we're out of. Keep... I, I think we might be out of sync with Mick. Ah, uh, maybe. Hold on. Like, Leilani just came off the top, and then a really poor flip. Then I'm actually to reverse I might be it. Out. I, ah, I that may be behind. where the cut was. I may be behind. I only just saw Leilani jump then. Oh, okay. Hold on, I'm looking between the two versions I got going because I've been looking at the network version mostly. I just saw the they just called it then on mine. Aha! Uh -huh. Yeah, this match is still going. They've cut something out of your version. 
Yeah. Probably five minutes of boring-ass wrestling. Well, no, it was quite good. That's what I kept saying. Oh, like, should we should we stop when we see the next title card? Just to... No, 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 no. You guys just keep going. Um, I'm watching the match. It looks like it's about to end. Yeah. yeah, the match just ended over here, so I'll, yeah. just, I'll just jump forward. So it was a really bad um, reversal of the... Crossbody. Crossbody. But yeah, like uh, as too, soon but... as as soon as you said the uh, version of the fu, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. that was that was a bit earlier. Yeah, so something in there got cut. Nothing was too egregiously oh. well. And then we get Cindy, La- great stuff. Cindy Lauper's music playing. Yeah, I got Cindy Lauper going. All right, so I've just gone the long shot, Joel. Is that what you're looking at too? Yep, um, I'll get I'll get there. Yeah, Cindy Lauper was just. Doing na 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 symbols. She's, she's, got, yeah, she's well, carrying her around. Now, now they're dancing reckon, around the ring. Ahead. They're dancing. You're slightly ahead of me, Joe. Oh, I'm slightly ahead. Doesn't so, matter. You just have to think slower, okay? <laughs> right, so he's yeah. raising their hands, right? I got raising hands. Don't I've worry. Got, I've got raised hands now. Dancing around. Right, the just cut to the crowd. All right. Yeah, you're. And then cut back. Huh. And then yeah, you're, you're now about replay. Ahead of me, man. A replay of a slam. That's strange. It sounds like you and I might be closer to the sink now, Mick. <laughs> yeah, I've just gone to replay now, so we're about ten seconds off. Okay. Yeah, I'm on the replay. I'm on the replay as well. Maybe you jumped ahead somewhere, Joel. Alright, hang on. Did you fail? Hey, what's your just... v- what's your VLC timestamp? Thirteen forty three. Same. Okay, I'm gonna pause it at fourteen exactly. Tell me when you All get right. to fourteen. Right, 10 seconds. In. Well, he can count you in. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you got it, man. You got it. It's quick, fun. Quick Five, before you miss it. Four, three, two, one. Play. All cool. right. So slow motion Pinning, cover. Yep. Two, three. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sweet. Well, we, we, within a second. Wonder what happened there. I reckon he's hit like an arrow <laughs> <laughs> He loves arrow Probably. Well, yeah, like I said, um, there's some good stuff in that match, more than I would expect. I, I'm gonna admit, like it didn't really catch me. The Frogger stuff mm. stood out to me. That was about it. Yeah. If I rewatched it again on my own, maybe I'd see something more. But yeah, but what I mean, that? I mean, they still that... <laughs> not nil. I mean, I'm, I'm doing this now. Come on. I mean, women's wrestling still gets criticised for botches, but the ending was botched. Mm. I, Definitely. I don't have a problem with like women wrestling that I've seen anyway like some of it's really cool no they, they, they on... do good stuff but they do the, some major spots that they botch and yeah. they don't they don't have the wherewithal or whatever to um, sort of cover it up so yeah, that depends on so, the, depends on the person though. Yeah. a lot of them these days are really very very good like I'd put Sasha Banks and chicks like um uh, Io Shirai down in NXT. A whole oh, bunch yeah. of chicks who just no, everything they do looks really, really good. They're definitely another level, mm. and there's some really good ones. Like it's come a long way, and like um, because you know my my dad, we, mm. me and him watch wrestling every now and again still, yeah. and he cannot handle women's wrestling just because he he sees right through it in terms of the physicality. Yeah, but so I, I imagine there might be some generational thing going on there where he you know. He still has remnants of all the crap women's wrestling, so he doesn't give it much credit. Yeah. But um, how I far it's come? come yeah. No, I, I, was, I was basically done. No, no, you're not. I'm fucking you up now. <laughs> uh, 
I, I like that they have a different sort of set of moves. I like that it's less pole drivers and stuff like that, and there's more sort of luchador type stuff where they're they're coming in off the ropes and they they're doing more catches mm. and tosses. I like that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah, um, I think they're um the biggest flaw that they often do is the is the finish particularly with those types of finishes where that had to not reverse spelling the exhaustion you reckon no well they had to reverse the um the cross body and it wasn't smooth enough so it's quite obvious what they're doing um they did one at um the wrestlemania that becky lynch uh, pinned ronda rousey oh yeah that was such a shame and they and they botched it and it was just things like that that they I, I heard they it was bad, but I haven't watched it. It was just like the most important pin of basically all of their careers. Yeah. And Ronda and I don't know who fucked up, it was like a leverage thing, but Ronda's shoulders came off the mat very obviously and clearly during the pin. Yeah. And instead of instead of like just you know, just going going over it, doing something else, having like a plan B, yeah. the referee counted through the obvious not shoulders down. Yeah, I heard and there was, that. I heard it. Yeah, and there was no way to mask it. There's no way to to hide it. They just had. They should have done yeah, something yeah, else, yeah. and they didn't. And it just taints that moment from what it could have been. Yeah. It was still good, but man, it definitely got downgraded instantly. Yeah, and I don't I know. Admit, I don't know like, what it is. I think it's. I don't know if it's just like timing or just being able to do those coordinated sort of things, but. It seems to stick it might out. Just though, be like that they do physicality too, right? Like yeah, big I mean, it guys, could be. They got a lot yeah. of meat on them. Yeah. They're going to sit flatter on the mat. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, honestly, I think it's a lot to do um, for a long time with they probably were getting trained by dudes. Yeah. And guys obviously have a different center of gravity to women, yeah. so getting them to do things the same way probably doesn't work. Like it's funny you brought, you brought up Finley earlier. Mm. Finley is apparently tra- training the new crop of all the WWE women and. It has mag- ma- massively increased their this quality of matches. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me that a really good wrestler who knows what he's doing and yeah, yeah. makes better wrestlers and they there's a lot less of those things that Joel was sort of mentioning. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm obviously mm. going to fall down on the technical aspects of some of this stuff, but I, I know yeah. what you mean. Like in terms of actually having someone who knows how to wrestle with a lower center yeah. of gravity, and, mm. and and I think that's why like things like some of the sort of over the shoulder judo throws kind of work better for me because they make more sense. Like yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Taking, taking someone's momentum, catching them on your hip, and tossing them over you is a lot easier to sell <laughs> than like picking them up, putting them on your shoulder, and dropping them down. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like that was actually what made Ronda's transition into wrestling work so well. She did a lot of judo throws and leverage throws that she obviously already knew how to do from her MMA career, and they looked great because they were just real. <laughs> Why is Liberace here? Because <sighs> that's the celebrity aspect of the event. So this is going to be no, no. Li- did... Where's the celebrity though? It's Liberace. Come on. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, the... There was no one bigger than Liberace. <laughs> Second cocktail waitress from the left is pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was very impressed that the Can uh, Can dancers coming into the ring with those damn hats on. That was quite a thrill. <laughs> Waiting to see if someone was going to knock off their headgear. That was also more entertaining than Liberace. Also, side oh. note: there's a uh, Pat Patterson there. He looks like he's the referee. Although it says right there, Muhammad Ali's the referee, so I'm probably wrong. Maybe he's an outside enforcer. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think they had two of them. Both of them as referee because you can't just have Muhammad Ali as a referee. He's yeah. looking good though. Yeah, the, the past will do that to you. 
<laughs> he didn't. He hasn't done me any favors, Mick. I was like chicken past. Was that a noose? Yeah, it's a like. Oh no! It's just the tag rope. Yeah, that's the tag rope. <laughs> <laughs> the camera angle made it look like there was a noose hanging in the middle of the ring. <laughs> so that wouldn't air that way these days. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> But this, this is the strangest looking match already. Well, they just had the Liberace come out and do like four kicks. And if that's why you signed up to watch this show, because, oh, I love Liberace, <laughs> you'd feel at the same, you'd feel pretty gypped. You'd be like, hey, man, that was that, uh, not cool. The, throwing a bone for the mums in the audience so they had to yeah. take their kids. I think you're underestimating what the viewer of 1985 would have expected. Yeah. True. <laughs> well, Liberace, Liberace's not going to throw him a bone. <laughs> he might. I believe he'd throw anybody a bone. Um, we were there, Joel. I still would have wanted more than Liberace. <laughs> well, you're going to get Mr. T in the wrestling match. Come on. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty big. B.A. Baracus. I am a huge fan of having Pipers come in, too, because, like, you know, I, I'm, I'm a Celt. And <laughs> it's nice to see other so, people suffer. I was actually watching a Roddy Piper documentary the other day. Yeah, and, yeah. um,. So when he came into wrestling, he was actually, he used to play in a bagpipe band. Huh. Um, he's Canadian, right? He's, he's Canadian. Canadian. Yeah, he's from Canada, yep. And um, the guys in the band said, oh, you're going to have a wrestling match? We'll, uh, we'll play as you come out to the ring. So they played as he came out to the ring. And the, when the ring announcer announced him, they... He didn't have a wrestling name yet, so he said, uh, it's Roddy the Piper. Huh. Cool. I didn't know that. Oh, I like that. I like yeah. that. Because his, his real name is Roddy, but his surname, his real surname isn't Piper. But yeah, that's, a, that's a bit of trivia that I've ever, never heard. Cool. Hmm. I'm learning. Again, I actually didn't really think he was as big as he is here. Like, he actually looks quite solid. Right, I was like, I always read him as a fairly lean and mobile wrestler, but he's not. He's, a, he's not a here. Bit, I guess he, yeah. he he gets a bit leaner as he as he ages, right? He does. Well, it's, less jacked, less jacked. Yeah, this yeah. is probably at his his biggest in this era. Hmm. Well, no, there was there was one time he had a match with Bret Hart where he was dead set in great shape. And I think was. that was because he was actually at the start of his movie career. Yeah, but he was, but he was lean, wasn't he? Yeah, I yeah. remember seeing him leaner than this. Like, mm. I, I like that he's solid here. Yeah, mm. here he's got quite a bit of chunk to him. Yeah. I remember seeing near the end of his career before he sort of hung up the boots, and he actually looked quite trim. It was yeah. sort of surprising. Um, and then there was that bloody Royal Rumble we watched where he looked like, again, someone had wheeled him in. Yeah. <laughs> we no, had... Was... <laughs> he had dad bod. Oh, that was, that, was, that was bad. It was him in the Iron Sheik, wasn't it, John? Oh, quite possibly. I remember I remember you being incredibly disappointed and I was mildly disappointed. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like they're both walking to detention. Yeah, yeah, they're in trouble. <laughs> they're about to get disciplined. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they're pumping yeah. in the real American for Hulk Hogan on, on this copy. Yeah, same. It looks like the only bit that was cut out was the after women's match. So okay. maybe, there's, maybe there's something in there that wasn't wasn't sellable. 
Maybe. There was certainly a lot of close-ups of butts, I'll give you that. <laughs> well, there was a lot of close-ups of butt on friggin' half of these wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, right? The Andre match was like 90% butt. That was all butt. And, and like, Junkyard Dog's butt featured very heavily. Especially on his walking. <laughs> I don't think it has an option about featuring heavily or not. <laughs> no, with his great big bloody thumb written on his ass. I mean, yeah, like... <laughs> I actually, I don't think I've seen this match. Like, I, I, I've seen other bits <clears throat> from this over the years, but I don't think I've seen this. You never actually yeah. sat down to watch the match. Hey, Jimmy, I didn't know you were involved in this. Everybody's in the bloody ring. Because it's the only uh, only WrestleMania where the the world title, the main title, isn't isn't on the line. Because Hulk Hogan's in a tag team match. Because he's busy. <laughs> well, he's doing a celebrity match, and in Vince's eyes, that's mm. bigger. But I always found it interesting because they kind of took the concept of the tag team main event, obviously with Hulk Hogan, and then they used that for SummerSlam in its initial years. Because I think the oh, yeah. first first two or three of them, maybe even more, had um, had tag team matches as the main events. Like interesting. Not actual traditional tag team competing. It was like, you know... Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage against Andre the Giant and the Million Dollar Man, for example. Well, yeah. Bringing all the big factors together without yeah. putting the title on the line. Yeah. What the hell is Liberace doing? Is he sitting there with a bottle of vodka? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Is... I thought the guy in the background had celery or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, who brings a lot of celery to a fight? Mind you, who brings a lot of <laughs> rotten tomatoes to every other showpiece thing? Uh, and then we see uh, another current wrestler's dad in the ring. Oh, he's just stepped out. I oh, know. Cowboy. Cowboy Bob Orton. Should we do the Alives and Deads? Well, yes, we shall. This is your chance to come from behind, Adam. Oh, okay. Yeah, because this is my strong suit. <laughs> I, I'm going to assume that Hogan and Mr. T are still kicking. Okay. Uh, Roddy's gone. And I don't know Bob from a bar of soap, so I'm going to say he's dead. Alright, well, it's actually Paul Orndorff, not Bob Orton. No, he's still doing that. Bob Orton's just Let's there. Just tell everybody. Bob Orton. Yeah, hold on. Alright, so, All right, Cal so Cowboy Bob's. Said, a... So you just said Orndorff's dead, did you? Yeah, oh, that's okay. my vote. Yeah. yeah. All right, Mick. Well, I'm going to go Cowboy Bob Orton is alive. Yeah, we're not Roddy counting Piper's... him. He's, ah. not, he's not competing. Okay, okay. No, no, no extra points for, like, knowing shit, alright, Mick? <laughs> <laughs> this is a wrestling ring. They're most often square. <laughs> Okay. Um, I think Orndorff's... I'm going to say he's alive. I think... Oh, I know Roddy's dead. Well, that's it. There's only one in contention here, right? Unless Mr. T cocked it and I missed it. Well, then, yeah. Okay, I'm going to say... Since I agree with the rest, Orndorff is alive. Okay. So you're saying Orndorff alive? Roddy's dead, Hulk's alive, T's alive. Okay. You're correct. So, Adam, you got Orndorff wrong. Oh no, how will I live with myself? <laughs> well, you'll live longer than him, probably. But um, the reason, the only reason I know he's alive is because whenever he shows up, he has the most fantastic mustache that you've ever seen, yeah. and he looks nothing like himself from if you saw him here. You would not recognize him right. you know, so for mu a level money. Disguise. I mean, that's obviously where my mistake came in. <laughs> you don't, you got to do your mustache. Uh, you do diligence, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, help me out here. Mr. T, his background, was he a boxer? Uh, I was a bouncer. I think at one point he was. 
Because he, he, like, he moves mm. like a boxer. So I believe he was, um, well, he may have done boxing, but I don't think he was a professional. Obviously, he was I, in um, Rocky Three. Yeah. Well, I think one of the interesting things about um, Mr. T and Roddy was, for one, they hated each other, like, for real. Oh, yeah. Really? And yeah. the other thing was, I think, because um, next year at WrestleMania, these two have a boxing match. Yes. And from what I recall, Mr. T... Was, not, was reticent to do the match because Roddy Piper does have real boxing experience and Mr. T was worried that he would shoot, you know, yeah, go real right, on it. Right, so right. I'm, so maybe Mr. T didn't have real boxing experience. But um, What was Roddy the beef between them? I'm not really sure. I think it's one of those things that's sort of lost to time where they just, they just you know how you just don't gel with some dudes? Yeah. I think it was just one of those situations. Roddy did not like Mr. T Cause, and I mean, vice like, versa. I always got the impression that Roddy had more problems with people, but he didn't really, mm. did he? Like, he was... He, he was... Well, no, he, Mr. Yeah. I think he didn't like that Mr. The, T, Mr. Was T, the problem, T right? I don't think he liked that Mr. T was a celebrity coming in and... Oh, yeah. I think I saw a doco about it. Yeah, I remember him talking about it. But because... he, he didn't say, I fucking hated him. It was more like, I didn't understand why he was there or something. Yeah, because... Yeah, like, he's in my main event sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, Because yeah. Roddy Piper is... He's a big... He gets insulted if people don't take wrestling seriously, you know. Yeah, that's right. Because he was—he was like a wrestler's wrestler, right? Like yeah. he took it all seriously, and yeah. I—I—I yeah. I, I don't know what doco I saw, but I did see that. Hey, that might have been the Hogan one. Possibly, very possibly, because this would be deeply a part of it. There's also—have yeah. you seen that great clip of um, Roddy Piper on Bill Ma- on one of Bill Maher's shows? Uh, I have no. It's, I think it was um, Bill Maher's old show, but um, he starts insulting wrestling like he does. And Roddy Piper, you know, he's not having that shit. So I think he like pulls his pants down and he's got a massive bruise on his ass. Yeah. He's like, does that look fake to you? <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. Because, <laughs> you know, Roddy Piper's Roddy Piper. He, he only has setting 11. <laughs> there's no one. There's no one to ten. No. I I don't care if that was just for show. If Muhammad Ali swings at you, you should be getting the fuck out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> just retire mid match. Well, like you, you saw him, right? Like he just, he just threw a punch. Like even if he's only fucking around, get the hell out of the way. Like uh, Shawn Michaels didn't learn that lesson fourteen WrestleManias later, or thirteen WrestleManias later, however you want to count it, <laughs> and he got knocked out by Mike Tyson. <laughs> Did he? I haven't seen that. Not oh knocked God. out, knocked out, but like it was planned. But still, he yeah. he got hit in the face by the biggest boxing star of the time. No Hulk, just stay there. Take the count out, man. You win. Say, Big payday. Was that it? Was that that was was that it? <laughs> Surely not. No, they can't. If that's, just... it, if that's no. it, I'm quitting this sport. <laughs> no. <laughs> if that was it, then this then this is the last WrestleMania. Yeah, what a, what a load of shit. <laughs> he'll interrupt the count. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's begging him to come back. Please, come hunt me. Come hunt me in the ring. See, whatever else you think of Hogan, the the grand gesture acting yeah. for uh, yeah. the fake fighting, he does it better than most. Hey, You've well, got to give well, him that. That's actually kind of when I started liking wrestling. When It was when I realized just how well Hogan could work a crowd. Because, yeah. mm. like, you know, he had to buy so much time in the matches I saw him in. Because <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to do anything real. Well, but, also, <laughs> but, yeah, like, you're right. All he had was his leg bomb, right? And you can only do that, like... And, and to be fair, those punches do look really good. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, you know, just watching him go to all four corners and, like, rev the crowd up. That was cool. It yeah. was stupid because you're like, there's a guy behind you who really wants to wrestle now. He's, he's caught his breath and he's ready to go. But... Yeah. <laughs> ah, good work, Roddy. <laughs> yeah. 
Because these two are always supposed to have a rivalry, right? Like, Roddy and Hulk, they're supposed to ha- supposed to be at loggerheads. They're never supposed to see yeah. way. Well, in, yeah, I saw a cartoon that was about Yeah, mid-80s, that was, the, that was the whole premise of the cartoon. But it sort of fades away, right? Like, they kind of drop it and don't go back to it, do they? Well, this I think is... that was because... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, it was because, um, you know, Hulk Hogan had to move on to the next oh. big bad. So, <laughs> Roddy Piper got turned face. But he was always a kind of healy face, wasn't he? Wasn't he always like a bit oh, yeah. of a bad guy? Yeah. But I mean, he's a good arm drag. You know, or a hip toss, but still. He's he only around. Him, he's only around for the next couple of years. Then he pisses off for a couple of years to make movies. And then he comes back after that, right? He comes back, but kind of like on a part-time basis. Roddy Piper never really needed wrestling, though. So he would always go and come back as he liked. He wasn't, yeah. you know, stuck with it like so many guys who had no options. Yeah. He's a bit like um, Chris Jericho is these days, who you know goes and does his music or does a reality TV show. I mean, those those ventures aren't exactly great, from my estimation. But <laughs> he's not married to wrestling; he doesn't have to do it all the time to make his money. His money's yeah. made. I think Roddy was the same. Yeah. As an adult, I actually really have appreciation for Hogan getting his leg up that bloody high. <laughs> like, I I can kick above my head sideways, but I can't do a front kick like that. And Hogan just he sells it like he gets mm. his foot up to like shoulder height and it looks like it would hurt I mean maybe even a better comparison Mick would be uh, The Rock who yep, um, true. actually hasn't had massively long stints in wrestling he's kind of had his start then he got into like you know the Scorpion King and all that shit mm. Batista too uh, Batista's killing it in Hollywood, man. Yeah, I mean, no, no, he's, like, he's, he's... He never as a wrestler, right? I yeah, mean, he's he... always injured, but... I think he kind of did his wrestling stint, then made it as an as an actor, and then he might do one-offs. Well, he's um done a couple of one-offs, and now he's done-done by his yeah. accounts. Whereas The but, Rock, um, he... Rock kind of comes back and has a little bit of a run. I vaguely well, recall seeing something with a flamethrower at one point. <laughs> okay. There have been flamethrowers in wrestling, but um, what are you referencing that? Like who? No, which guy? I think I think it was The Rock with a flamethrower. I'd have to double check. Oh, the WrestleMania one where he lit up his name and everyone was just confused. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, I remember watching it and thinking, "What the fuck am I watching?" Dude, even <laughs> wrestling, like, even us wrestling fans were thinking the same thing. Like Rock, we don't care about your flaming sign with your name on it. And like, I didn't hate it either. Like, I was like, I was just waiting to see where it went. Like, it was, it was, it was, it was a spectacle. <laughs> <laughs> A movie star had a flamethrower. It was something, but it was far less than... But it wasn't even the whole... That wasn't even the weirdest thing in that thing. Like, I actually watched all of it, and I just couldn't get any of it. I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Wait, is uh, that the one where he eventually ends up fighting somebody in the ring and tears his pants off? I think so. Because that was the yeah, best part of it, when he just miraculously had his gear on under his under his yeah, clothes he's, and he's just got, tore like, his shit off. like, tearaways or something from memory. Yeah. Like... When, when your clothes tearing away is the best part of a segment... Yeah, maybe change it for next year. <laughs> like, I kind of remember liking seeing him there because I wasn't expecting it. I can't even remember why I was watching it. <laughs> it was WrestleMania. That was... I, I, I have to admit, I always liked how Hogan sold pain. Yes, very much yes. He's, he's good got, at that. He's, he's got that shake, he's got that wobble, and he's meaty enough that it looks like it hurts. And the, and also the look on his face. He has a very pained expression yeah. of, like, just tired, exhausted. So... It's one of those things, in that weird little pocket, that bit's real, except later on when he just starts ignoring it. <laughs> yeah, well, like, see, that stagger there, I don't buy. 
like where he's just standing there after the slap to the face. And like he, he doesn't sell exhausted there to me in the same way. But then like when he takes takes a hit, like he, he looks like it hurts, you know. Mm. Yeah, like it's tough. Like because yeah. I guess he's here. He's the benchmark, right? Like yeah, he, he's always had the best hair that's gone from like completely perfectly clean to horribly <laughs> horribly sweaty. Yeah. Have you ever heard? So, have you ever heard the um, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" like description of Hulk Hogan? No, I mean I watched it, but I haven't heard. That. Oh, dude, fantastic show worth watching. But um, it's just the start of one of their episodes. They start going, "That's the look of the Hulk Hogan. He has the old Chinese man's straight hair and skin of a hot dog." <laughs> <laughs> That's the I, Hulk Hogan I, look. I love when Hogan gets flushed. Like I'm waiting for him to explode in a fountain of blood. <laughs> Just, just the spray tan mixed with like the <laughs> extremities pumping with blood, and you're like, he's, he, he's not right. He's, he's, he's going to fountain out. There's going to be like a plume of blood somewhere. That'll be how he dies. There'll just be a burst of blood, a red mist, and then they'll just report on the news: Hulk Hogan died today, exploding on Seventh Avenue. <laughs> I always loved in this era that any move from the top rope, it, it's either going to miss or if they hit it, that's the end of the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah true, that, was, true. That, that was so predictable on the outcomes there. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, but it was also it made the top row moves worthwhile. Whereas nowadays, yeah. as fun as the flippy stuff is, yeah. there's a lot less value to it when it never wins. Yeah, you know what's interesting here? When Mister T came back in, when he tagged in, right? Like he was really energetic, and he's gone straight to exhausted. <laughs> like I don't, I don't hate it. It's just like it's a strange story to tell. Like he came in and he gassed out in thirty seconds. <laughs> True. Well, I think that's what they're sort of saying. You know? I know, but he came in so lively. Like, there was no way that he's tired now. No way. He, he could, that guy on his back, he could pick him up, looking at him. And he's not even doing anything. He's just sort of just holding no. him. Well, that's it. Like, I, I think that he came in too strong, and now they need to cool him off. <laughs> he just used up all his juice. Give him a couple of minutes. No, I reckon they're trying to, they're trying to slow him down. I reckon they came in, they started dunking on him. They're like, whoa. <laughs> like, just, just, just give us a minute. It, it's, it's a long match. Yep, see, there's Roddy. He's talking to him yeah. like, chill out, man, chill out. We got plenty of time to go. Yeah, just, Gotta... just slow it down, slow it down, get sexy with it. <laughs> it does. Like That That feels like it's a, a tutoring moment where he's got him on his shoulder and he can whisper in his ear and say, can you just can you just not for like 10 <laughs> seconds? Can you just fucking not? Well, maybe they still hate each other. He's just like, man, you fucking suck, man. I'm going to fucking kick your ass for real, but uh, still, just be there's, professional. There's probably a bit of that too, right? I mean... Yeah. <laughs> uh. One of the things I always struggled with is when you get two tag partners in the ring. I don't understand how I'm supposed to pretend that's okay. <laughs> they got a five cap. It, le- it leads to some of the best stuff, but at the same time, it's such a stupid situation to be in. Well, that's what you that's what you got to allow, man. Will you accept a little bit of stupid for a lot of awesome? That's wrestling. I'm watching, I'm watching wrestling. Of course I'll accept a little bit of stupid. Like uh, Hogan just woke up from his little nap there. Of course I'm buying this. Yeah, his little seizure, little seizure yeah. waking up. He just had a stroke. The end of the match has got to be approaching. Yeah, because everybody's getting wild now. Yeah, everyone's it's breaking the, down here. Everyone's in the ring. Here we go. Oh, here it comes. The big miss. Oh, no, the intercept. Yeah, that was nice. I mean, you here comes the miss. But the timing. There we go. Oh, down. Oh, oh, no. What have I done? He has regrets. I love how in this moment Hulk Hogan just, you know, essentially cheated, but he's fine with it. That's how he always was. I, I, I always struggled with matches that ended with that shit, and you're just like, man, that's 
Yeah, because no one really benefits, right? That's it. Shake hands, go to your corners, and let wrestle it out properly. But they never do it. They, <laughs> they, they close out on the stupidest shit all the time. This is going to be. You're, you're wishing for. Sorry, go. No, you go. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> hoping, hoping, hoping that wrestlers would shake hands and have a nice time at the end of a matches. You're wishing for a non-reality. I know, I know. Well, like, I don't mind them like having a grudge. I don't mind them like having <laughs> that persona. I just wish there was some actual, like, just a little bit more sport around it, like, <laughs> as opposed yeah. to the. The physicality of it, like if if someone actually said, "Hang on, hang on, look, I am a referee. Get the fuck in the corner." <laughs> yeah, true. I was going to say this is going to be the only WrestleMania that Hulk Hogan's been in where he hasn't delivered a leg drop. Yeah, it's yeah. fair point. Good point. Has he like? Is it in his repertoire right now? Yeah, that's his finishing move. But well, I didn't know if it was his finishing move always. But like, at all. if this was like two years later, you would have had. Cowboy Bob Orton hit Paul Orndorff with the cast, and then Hogan would have bounced off the ropes and leg dropped. Big yes. leg drop. Yeah. Maybe a look to the crowd first, and then point. Yeah, maybe a corner, <laughs> right? Like, do a couple of corners. He doesn't always do all four corners, right? Sometimes he just does two. No, I guess it depends on the on the crowd reaction. Like, I'm sure yeah. I've seen him go side to side and then get back into it when he's just trying to, like, rev up a side. Well, this might be, oh, you, um, this might be when um, Paul Orndorff turns face. Well, I was going to say, I actually like the fact that they dealt with the reality of the after of what they've organised here. Paul got knocked out, didn't know what happened, so they've had to spend a whole minute just sort of going, nah, dude, you lost, deal with it. And he's, <laughs> you know, he's like, ah, I didn't want to lose, though. Oh, dang. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice Hogan pose. Oh, yeah. Mr. T looks like he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing anymore. But. So there's a thing in um, the Hulk Hogan era where even if he loses... Look at those. I didn't know he did the titty bounce. I didn't know he <laughs> Yeah. He, he never used to do that. Or he didn't do it afterwards, I guess. I've seen the, I've seen the posing, but I've never yeah. seen I've never seen the uh, the Terry Crews titty bounce. That's... But um, if you listen... If you ever listen to the Bruce Pritchard uh, podcast... He brings this up. Unlikely, but go on. He, he brings this up a lot that like any Hulk Hogan match, like Vince McMahon always said that uh, even if he loses the match, Hogan must pose. Yeah. <laughs> so he has to come uh, back and really? and yeah and get one up on the whoever he's fighting so he can pose for the crowd. Well, I uh, think, man, that's just because that's literally what the people paid to see. You yeah. Know? Yeah, makes sense. I, th- I think to round this match out, though, we really need Muhammad Ali just to slug out Liberace. I, th- I think <laughs> Rocky comes out, starts fighting Mr. T and Muhammad Ali all at once. It's a whole like... crossover thing. There's still like six minutes left on this thing. Yeah, I guess there's a lot of posing. <laughs> <laughs> Are we really going to watch this bloody thing again off the rope? Ugh. Well, this isn't that. This is the other one. Oh, this the, is oh the interception. Yeah, but that leads into the that leads into the strike, right? That's all Mister T had to do yep. in the match. <laughs> Thing I is, think... go on, Mick. Bob Orton was never going to hit Hulk here with the way he's swinging. Look, no, like, <laughs> and the fact that he's standing at that point, there's nothing to it. It was just so uh, he could sell the miss. Look at right? that. So he could bounce it off and go, "Oh, fuck that up." Yeah, yeah look, look at another angle on that. Let's see how stupid it looks from another angle. 
<laughs> Thanks, referee, just ruining the shot. <laughs> what a bat. Yeah. Well, like, I think that's why they had to have the intercept, right? So they could get him out the bloody way. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's a few um, post-match interviews and stuff like they used to do that uh, is what takes up the last little bit here. Quite possibly. I feel like Mr. T was underused here. Pro probably um, protected from fucking up too much by not being asked to do too much, you know? Yeah, yeah I guess. And it's tough if you're wrestling with Hogan, right? Like, you can't outshine him, really. I suppose, <laughs> I suppose Ultimate Warrior did, from memory. For a moment, like, he did, for a moment. But, like, most people didn't, right? Yeah. Well... By all accounts, apparently Hulk Hogan wouldn't even let them. Like he would, you know, at the end of both WrestleMania four and Wrestle and um, uh, what's the one? Uh, WrestleMania six. He, as they call it on the OSW podcast, he was hot dogging and grandstanding in the ring even after he wasn't the world champion. You know, making people yeah. feel sorry for him, making sure that he was in the middle of the ring, being the center of attention even when another guy won the title. So Mac it's very hard. It's very hard to get over on Hogan. Yeah. Randy Savage pulled it off, didn't he? Yeah, but remember, in the ring, he's posing with the world title, but it's, you know, Hogan's raising his arm, Hogan's yeah. right there patting him on the back, giving him the title. It's all yeah, yeah. involved with Hogan. Yeah. I, I, and that I, was also, I'd agree with that. That was also part of a year-long angle as well. Yeah, true. I like how Hogan's going in the background here. He's not yeah, really saying anything that anybody gives a shit about, but oh, but, but there, look, there he is, <laughs> right in the middle, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it worked out for him fairly well. Then he had his horrible kids, but yeah. Never watched a minute of that show, but there's so many just little clips I that did. I've seen. I did. Oh watch no! I, like it, it's, it was easier to watch than the Ozzy Osbourne one. How's that? <laughs> Well, I try. Man, when it comes to reality shows, man, I like I watch Hell's Kitchen and Survivor, and that's it. I can't do anything else. I I I genuinely liked watching bits of Hogan Knows Best because you actually kind of feel sorry for him sometimes. You look oh. at his life and you're like, man, how did you end up here? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to you, man? You used to be the Hulkster. Well, like just you know, seeing this guy who had it all together, I guess you know from the outside, just not, <laughs> just not. <laughs> These two spoilt kids, and you're like, oh man, that sucks. Mm. Love how both their shirts have ruffles. <laughs> yeah, nice right. Touch. I did just watch Carrie, and there was ruffles in that too. So, <laughs> so strange seeing Gorilla Monsoon with most of a head of hair, like, or at least a lot more than I, you know, usual. Well, usually it's more it's a little slick weird thing back, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, it's 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 way puffier here. Yeah. There we go. Four, three or four minutes of crowd. I guess is the ending of this. No, we're gonna get some stills, still live. Some some very. <laughs> it's no, funny the the version on the network. It's all fuzzy, but <laughs> they're actually bad stills. That's funny. I suspect the version on our network is also fuzzy. <laughs> no, do it. I'm looking at them side by side. The network one is horrible. Oh, wow. oh okay. These shots are shit. Like, what are they showing us here? Uh, Batch and Gooch. <laughs> yeah, like, I've seen a lot of taint. Was that the plan? Maybe. Maybe that's that's what it was all along. <laughs> I mean, they considering been... this one didn't... Go on, Joe. Oh, they must have been grabbing these stills on the on the fly. That's part, yeah. uh, part of the telecast. Yeah, I was going to say, well, they're, they're obviously telecast shots, not um, any kind of camera, like, photo camera. 
yeah. they're all video camera shots. So, and honestly, like I said, the ones on your version look quite a lot better. These ones are oh, uh, choppy flash? as hell. What's that flash coming from? When did uh, they have flash? Probably from a camera, camera flashes. Flash. <laughs> like the dudes around the ring, which again is another nice touch. That I think they need to bring back. It gives it more of a sporty feel. Yeah, yeah. I did always like it. Do you see that very moody Brutus before? Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? I was, I was yeah, thinking about it at the same time. It was a nice shot. I was, I was just going to call it out. But... Now there's all this action and then Brutus is staring into our souls. God, they got well, really lazy. They're just fucking milking this match for all the stills. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I don't know if you guys found my lack of insight commentary of any value, but I actually did enjoy this. That's good. Ah, dude, you're good. I probably talked too much, but we had a nice balance, I feel. Oh, we no. cut Joel out. That was the goal, right? <laughs> no, it's good. To, it's good to hear the uh, the perspective that you brought, and um, it felt like I was listening to a podcast rather than participating. Nesting <laughs> well, podcasts. Like, I guess for anybody who doesn't know us, which arguably should be everybody in the podcast audience, <laughs> yeah, Joel and I kind of grew up together, right? And this was one of these things that was very much a Joel thing that I kind of piggybacked onto. Whereas stuff like Transformers was kind of more my thing that yeah. Joel absorbed in passing. And then we had stuff in common like He-Man, which yeah. we could probably do at some point. But, <laughs> but like, it's nice to go back to this stuff. Like, it actually does kind of remind me of when we were kids, Joel. Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, we could do the uh, the He-Man movie, couldn't we? No, we can't. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I've deleted that from every place on the internet because it's so fucking awful. <laughs> anyway, there we go. First WrestleMania, I... I would, yeah. I would say no, I w- that uh, out of all the wrestling events that I I would do as a podcast, this was probably my the one I was least looking forward to, just given the age of it and the it pro- definitely product dated from what I remember. The product isn't the late eighties refined late eighties that I'm used to, yeah, there's but no, there's no sheen, right? There's no yeah, spectacle. But no, that was fun going through all that. Yeah. And it was, because like, I've only ever maybe watched these once. So going back and actually sort of having an involved watch, trying to like sort of dissect it, but also talk yeah. about it, yeah, made it a lot more interesting. I should give the final scores on the uh, oh, yeah. Alive or Dead. So Adam with 13, uh, but you slightly behind Mick with 18. You've got to do five shots. <laughs> I will be. Um, look, as a rookie, I'm pretty happy with that, considering like some of those wrestlers I honestly have never seen before. Yeah. Like as far as I'm aware, but like I mean, it was it was, it was that was that was also part of the fun, I guess. Like you know, yeah. is this guy dead? I don't know. I have no attachment yeah. to him. Look, I thought I'm you had. Say, yeah. I thought you had pretty good uh, read on things, and then you had a few shots in the dark. I thought you were taking some chances. Probably. I wanted try- to. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to shoot, and I didn't want to play it safe because I know that, like, historically, a lot of wrestlers don't <laughs> tend to be there after thirty years. Yeah, but I, I also was... didn't want to be doom and gloom. I didn't want to just always say dead because that feels like it may not be. Yeah, well, I was actually surprised when I went through it how many were still alive. I was like, what? That's what I was yeah. thinking. Well, like, it was pretty. How many later era ones aren't that yeah. I know of, anyway? Yeah. I think, isn't there some sort of, I don't remember, I don't know which WrestleMania it is, but there's some weird stat where I think it's like up to WrestleMania 8, you have to go back to, to find a WrestleMania where everyone's actually still alive. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Because, oh, I'm trying to think of a wrestler who was consistently around and now isn't. <laughs> I thought you were about to say, I was trying to think of a wrestler who's consistently alive. 
Yep, he's well, keeping some, it up, doing well. Some of them do look a bit dead from time to time. <laughs> you know, Hulk Hulk Hogan's faded in and out depending on whether he's got a lawsuit going on. Yeah. Alright, so oh, help, help, help me out here, guys. Why was there no Ric Flair? Well, cause He's he over in the other company. Yeah, he wasn't... So this is before he comes across? Yeah, so he was... Uh, two or three? Like, basically... He, he comes in soon, right? No, no, he won't be... He? he won't show up for a WrestleMania until WrestleMania 8. Yeah, um, I honestly thought he had a much bigger role earlier on from my stuff. But... He no. doesn't come across to WWF until, like, late 90 or 91, doesn't he? Yeah, 91 he comes across. Uh, yeah. I'm genuinely Because he wins the 92 right? Rumble. Yeah. I'm Boy. genuinely surprised I know who the fuck he is then. Because that would have <laughs> been yeah. well and truly towards the end of my interest in it. But, I mean, he was a huge name in wrestling at this point. Mm. Uh, he was part of... Uh, the collective that was the NWA, which was all these other promotions through through the south and west of the United States. And he was NWA champion quite a number of times. Mm. Uh, And NWA would kind of kind of evolve to be WCW, but it was really just a portion of the NWA that becomes... WCW. I think I had like a sort of passing interest in WCW just because it was interesting to see like genuine competition with a similar level of production and like yeah and, w- and like similar sort of personality types like yeah WCW was a weird time for me because that was sort of mid nineties when I was kind of eh, you're really moving care. away from it weren't you? yeah and but I used to see it at um, um, the London's house. Because they had, um, was it Galaxy at the time? Yeah, that was it. I was actually trying to think of that, the the name of it today. Like a cable company? Yeah, it was the precursor precursor to Foxtel. And um, WCW Nitro used to be on that all the time. And they used to watch it a lot. And I was like, (laughs) don't care. But that was like all the NWO era and stuff. So I never got into that. Ah. I, I think I tickled it. Like I, I had an awareness of it. Like it, it had moved to the point of ridiculousness. But like I was kind <laughs> of like I was. I was at that point. I think I was invested enough to like to be interested if someone spoke about it. Yeah, it was so hard to keep up with in Australia, depending on your age and again your access to any form of cable. Yeah, like yeah. you know, if you didn't have like the closest I ever got, I think there was like for a few months there was a Saturday morning like studio wrestling show. And I'll never forget it for some reason because um, there was Johnny B. Bad, who yeah. ended up being Mark Merrow, yeah. and there was William Regal, yeah. who even then I knew was fucking great because he had that <laughs> same sort of thing like Finley did, where a lot of his stuff looked real, yeah. or yeah, at least he, was he, believable I've, enough. I've watched him wrestle; he's good. Yeah, I, I, but um, couldn't keep up with wrestling by choice. I had to like track it down, like we've always said, at the video store. You know, months after it actually happened. Yeah. My friends with cable, like uh, Nick and Quinson, they used to watch more like the sort of uh, horror stuff that we would get from overseas. So you end up watching more of that sort of stuff. You know, they, they were never going to watch wrestling, and, and I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. have asked either. Did get to see some other cool shit, but like, you know, <laughs> that was some of the grip stuff. Got to watch all that. That was really good. I thought you were going to talk about like no. The, the. No. Okay. Oh no! I was going. What what titty show are you going to mention? Oh, I was just going to say titty shows generally. <laughs> yeah, I, nothing like, specific. 
I, I, I guess, yes, we watched like adult content, but it was usually more stuff like uh, like Werewolf and Forever Night and shit like that that just didn't air here at the time. Mm-hmm. But I guess, you know, Tales from the Crypt could skew raunchy slightly sometimes, remember? <laughs> it probably would have been. Would have been, a, would have been a factor. Wouldn't have been the only reason to watch it because like, that's kind of when people started getting on the net and like graphics cards improved and suddenly porn wasn't in colors. <laughs> Which was a tough time for 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 some young men. That was weird. EGA porn. Anyway, wrestling, eh? No, no, no. I think we like you know EGA wrestling too. That's fair enough. All right, shall we wrap Uh, it up? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for guiding me through your uh, your area of expertise, gentlemen. I hope I wasn't too much of a drag. (laughs) No, dude. All good. All good. All right, gentlemen, I will catch you next time we podcast. And uh, as Vince McMahon always says, Hogan must pose.